0: Welcome to Season 4, Episode 4, UKTC 8. And I am your host, Phil from Cards. Cairns. Uh, we don't have uh, my partner in crime, Al Goldeneye Unicum, with me tonight because I have three special guests. I did air quotes there. Uh, from uh, the Two Guys, One Dice Cup UKTC team. So what I'll do is I'll go around and introduce everybody starting from, I guess, previous uh, Two Guys, One Dice Cup alumni, uh, Gordon. Uh, how about you introduce yourself? Uh, what's your name and what's your NAF name?
1: My name is Gordon, gwi one 8 or whatever the fuck he's called, Ennis.
0: <laughs> and... Um, What's your favourite team to play normally?
1: Uh, at the moment, undead. Uh, historically, probably, probably wizard men. Before that, I would say.
0: And uh, what race did you take to UKTC, or what race did I tell you to take to UKTC? That was undead. No, I, I, that was that was a pretty good choice. I think at the end of
1: the day, it worked. It worked too bad. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, and uh, why, why did you take them at the end? Uh, what, what sort of drew you to them uh, for I, a tournament?
1: I took them for one tournament at the end of last year, which was Granite Bowl. I hadn't played tournaments in a lot of years and I was feeling quite rusty. So I just fancied taking a, uh, air quotes, as you would say, a safe team. Like, probably not going to set the world on fire, but I'm not going to get humped too badly either. So yeah. I thought they'd be quite a solid team to take, and I was proven correct in, in several tournaments, so I was happy, happy with the choice. Good stuff. Right,
0: so I'll move on to uh, number three in the team, effectively, after uh, myself and Gordon, uh, and that would be yourself, Mark. Uh, same questions to you. What's your name NAF name?
2: So uh, my name's Mark. And I'll either be known to the listeners out there as McNugget, McNaughty 69 but my actual naff name is Marky Mark. <laughs>
0: I don't understand why it's not McNugget. Uh, it really should be. Um, and what's your favourite team to take normally? So at the moment, with the new
2: rules set, it's probably the team that I actually took to UKTC, Lizardmen. Men. But I'm a bit more of an elf coach, an archie coach. So before I was a, a big fan of dark elves and high elves and wood elves. So I play most things to be fair and probably enjoy, it. apart from stunties, because I'm too much of a, a meta gamer to put it all on the line
3: with some <laughs> stunty teams.
0: Amazing. Uh, so you, you touched on there. What you took uh, lizards to to UKTC? Uh, what, what did you? Uh, what was your thought process behind taking lizards? So,
2: I'd, I'd, I actually didn't plan on taking Lizards at the start. It was actually through a, a chat with my uh, captain, Phil, here, that we came to decide that Lizards was, was going to be a good pick for the team to keep a nice team balance. And it was something that we both felt that I could play fairly competently. And, yeah, um, probably over the, the next few of the podcast, we'll, we'll see how competent that went for me.
3: Yes,
0: uh, it was definitely not incompetent uh <laughs> i like the coach <laughs> uh, yes uh, yeah uh yeah less said about that there um right and so our, our fourth member uh was drafted in um as a ringer um possibly helped by the fact that he's he's also a, a fellow scot um uh but uh Last but not least, uh, Chris, uh, what's your last name, Chris? How
4: you doing, chaps? Uh, my name's Chris, or Chili, uh, as I tend to be known by as well, because there's quite a few Chrises about.
0: And what's your favourite team normally?
4: I've been loving some Elven Union recently. Love my pro elves.
0: And uh, it may then come as no surprise as to what you took to UKTC.
4: Yeah, I took the Pro Elves because I took them for the first time at the last UKTC and did really well with them and finished top top Scott. I thought I would see if I could improve that.
0: Yes. And um, I think when we looked at the team uh, composition that we had, I mean, just for our, um, uh, sort of clarity, I took I to Orcs to, uh, to UKTC. We were looking at a balance across the, the four teams of... A bit of razzle dazzle in the Elven Union, uh, the kind of hybrid, kind of bash and high movement and decent agility of the lizards and the the undead, and then good old reliable uh, punch your way to six draws if need be, uh, orcs uh, to kind of minimise losses as well. Um, I won't go too much. Uh, well, in fact, let's not go into detail into what we took for the rosters. I think what I'll probably do is uh is get your rosters off you and just put them on the uh, on the uh Facebook page so folk can see them. Um, rather than kinda of chat about the, the how we met at that uh or didn't. Um so uh everybody enjoyed UKTC, yeah? Definitely. Yeah, yeah
3: yes. Very, very oh, much
0: I, I think we we've all been before. Um multiple times now. I
3: think uh I think uh I must have been at least four times now. Um if not five.
1: One. I think that was my third.
0: That was my fifth one. Um so yeah I it's one of it's one of my favourite tournaments actually in the entire Blood Bowl calendar. It's always well yeah, run by uh Brendan um and the uh venue's actually pretty good as well. So uh th- tickets are on sale for next year's one as well. Uh right now. I don't think it's sold out yet. Um and it's moved to August next year, which is a bit strange, but um good I think, uh, in general. Um yeah, how, how, you've been you must have been to quite a few as well now, uh Chris.
4: Hey, so actually that was my third uh, because it was always early january before which is when one That's of my strange. girls have got their birthday so i could never attend before i was always really jealous about it i was quite happy when they moved it.
0: yeah because they moved it um the year the year it started up again after covid um was the first time it had been held in um in april because previously yeah it had been in january uh up until that point which was always an interesting drive down and uh drive back from Aberdeen. Um Don't know what you're talking about. I only know.
4: live thirty minutes away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um the other things there, I guess well, I think rather than just kind of uh waffle for endlessly for uh about random shit, should we just um launch into the into the rounds? um so as is always the way we go to these things especially if you're scottish you drive hundreds of miles uh to a tournament and what is it you end up playing in in round one somebody who lives about 30 minutes away from you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every so the, team, the team that we played um in round one was uh called tutors anonymous and they are um a group, uh, so they had two teams down. We played uh, Tutors Anonymous one, effectively. Um, they're based uh, all around the northeast of uh, of Scotland, um, sort of round where we are in Aberdeenshire and, and Moray. Um, and um, I think this was their second UKTC. The first one they went to was last year. Uh, so they're people, I mean, I, I know uh, their captain, uh, Finlay, uh, quite well. Um, and uh, a couple of the other guys uh, I've spoken to uh, at some point uh, uh, before so I think what we'll do is we'll go down down the table so uh, Chris, you uh, were effectively top table uh, by default I think it went, oh no it didn't, it was just random um, but you, you were top table by default at this one uh, so who did you play against and how did your game go?
4: So I played against Kazuragi, Uh and he had Amazons, which was a learning experience for me. I'd never played them before. Uh, but handily enough, he'd never played the tournament with them before either, which was helpful. Um, first thing, really nice guy, really nice team. I played against that team last year as well for a, for a different team and they are all really nice guys. We had a really good laugh. Um, essentially, the way the game went, I got some shots at his ball carrier. So the ball came out. Pro Elves did what Pro Elves do. Uh, I was 3-0 up. Uh, I then sort of really went all in and just sort of... He blitzed the ball, he threw a long pass, he caught it. That made it 3-1. Uh, my first attempt at the one-turner of the entire weekend, I tripped on my third go for it over the line. I took a sprint catcher. So I was... Determined to score a one-turn touchdown, and in game one, I tripped on 0-3 over the line to fail it. It finished 3-1 to me, uh, he won 4-0 in cars because potentially with Pro Else if I pick up my block dice, I've done something wrong. But yeah, really fun game, really nice guy. Start 3-1.
0: Yeah, that, that was a, an entertaining game as a spectator sitting next to you. There was some uh, good elven shenanigans uh, going on in that one. Um, I think, um, yeah, I, I, and I saw your, your, your go for it trip as well, uh, which was a bit bit of a shame, but I think 4-1 would have been one of these results that was uh, would have added insult to injury. I think yeah, maybe definitely maybe three three one was a, a, a bit uh, a bit nicer of a score in the end. Um so next up uh, I played uh Mazzy. Uh I think his real name's Florin. I might be wrong though, and apologies if I've got that wrong. And he was using Black Orcs. Um, that game didn't go particularly well for me at the start. Uh I was uh kicking to him. Uh, and his first block uh casualty by troll at the line. Um and um thankfully at regen. Um and then the next turn so he failed to pick up the ball in in, in that in his first turn, which allowed me to overlap a couple of blitzers round the outside and cause of all sorts of problems um, his second turn he took out one of my uh, block black orcs or biggins as they're now called um, casualty that so I was playing with nine players against his eleven for like the entire first half uh, which wasn't particularly easy especially as I wasn't taking any of his players off at all Um And luckily, I managed to eventually get the ball and score in uh, my turn eight of his drive. Um, He was kicking to me in the second half. Uh, The troll had come back. Um, I got the ball. I ended up having to uh, kind of power up the side a little bit. Uh, Nearly lost the ball again. but scored a second one uh after his players started coming off at that point uh but i think he took the troll off again uh at some point there as well so it wasn't an easy game um but 2-2 two, two nil in the end for me which was fine it was a fun game uh, he was a nice opponent um and the uh uh the i think I think it was, a, it was a, good day, a good way to start the, the day. Um, so third game was yourself, Mark. Who were you playing?
2: So I was playing Unicorn Power, which I think, if I remember correctly, it was Scott from the, the Aberdeen guys, and he was playing Norse, so New Norse. And the game we had, it was, it was quite a close game. He, he started with the ball on offence and removed a couple of my lizards um, it was one Soros and a couple of Skinks, but I was able to turn them over. So I went into the, the second half, nine for me versus ten for him. Being in mind, I have two-player bench, so I was down four players overall. And I was looking to do a quick score, just kind of go 2-0 up, hopefully, and secure the win. But I got Pitch Invasion, which took out three of my players. And then my very first block on the LOS was Double Skulls. And as I was running two two re-rolls, I couldn't really afford to to re-roll that early. So I ate it, and he kind of really pressured me quite hard. But if I could pick up the ball, I was able to make a a good cage behind these lines and kind of guarantee the quick score. But you know what it's like when you need to roll a three-plus to pick up the ball with a re-roll? It's two and a two. So he was able to recover the ball and kind of started just building a cage in my half of the pitch. Kind of just waiting to see how the game progressed a bit, so he he wanted to decide if he was going for a quick score or just going for the draw. And um, as the game went on a bit, I was able to get a five plus storage dodge to sack his ball carrier to scatter it, and it kind of popped out from the field and uh, they threw it back in the middle. And I was kind of able to just cover the ball and secure the wind. So um, it was a, a one nil win for me there, but it was a really as you, everybody else can of saying it was a really Lovely actual first game against the the Chukter guys and against Scott, if he's listening. Just it was a really nice um, chat as we were playing as well, which was a great way to start the tournament for me at least. Just you know having a bit of a laugh with my opponent and just having a bit of fun as we were playing.
0: Yeah, I think I looked over at your game at one point and uh, saw how many of your lizards were in the um, the KO box, uh, and was like, oh god. It's cool. Yeah, it's, cool. it's going on there. Uh, but then uh, I obviously uh, managed to kind of take control of the game um, and, and secure the win, which is good. So that that's us three wins out of three so far, uh, which is a good start. Uh, how about you, Gordon? Uh, who were you playing, and what
1: were they playing as, etc.? So I was playing a named Jesus. Uh, it's one of the couple of guys. I remember his name, Chris. It's a guy I recognise him up here in uh, Aberdeen Games Workshop and stuff. I've seen him go. He's a nice guy. Um, unfortunately, he was playing undead. I always hate murder matches. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the team is. So, um, best with the first half sticky. I think almost every block for both of us seemed to be skull and push, and that was it. Then the entire course of the game, we got one KO each, and I think maybe. A couple of stuns. Mark looked over at my pitch in about turn five. And I remember him saying, you're still in the middle. And we were just kind of bouncing off each other. And I was starting to get a little bit concerned. So basically, the only way I could open up the game was I had to do a bit of a risky play in the first half. It did leave him with a hit on the ball. But he needed a dodge, two GFIs for one dice on a block goal. And I decided to take the risk because I couldn't see any other way through. Of course, he got the dice and of course he got the required pow. Um and to make matters worse, it scattered onto another one of his players who of course caught it. So i went from risking which I thought was wasn't too bad a play to, to, to almost be guaranteed a breakthrough to shit. He's got the ball and we get it turned over. But um yeah, some bullshit ensued in a couple of turns, and luckily I managed to get it back off him. Um, and because of where I'd positioned, he couldn't really get back to me. Um, and I managed to, I managed to run in on turn eight. Um, and then Sweltering Heat actually kicked in a bit. I think I lost for the second half, I lost my mighty bow, white, and a block ghoul. But he lost, but worse, he lost two block ghouls and a naked goal. So he lost a lot of his speed. Um, so he, he did get slightly worse of it than I did there. And yeah, I just managed to, he, he lost all manoeuvrability. Um I just managed to swarm the ball basically and grind up for a grind up for a 2 0 win. The second half was was pretty comfortable. but That was mainly due to the fact he was uh he was a few key players down. But yeah, overall it was a it was a tough game. Uh, it was a really tough game.
0: Yeah, I think it was a it was a difficult uh, starting round um for us as a team because you know when you're playing people you're aware of or know, um it's it's difficult to to kind of gauge how that sort of game's going to go, um, yeah. you know, like I, I know Finley's played Finley played online with us in the Aberdeen League um, during the COVID pandemic, so he he's played Gordon and myself at least, and possibly you as well, Mark uh, online. I can't remember uh, on Fumble, um, so yeah, it it was nice nice to get the the four wins and the round win to start the day. Um, I think it was a good uh, nerve settler for us as a team, um, which is nice. Um, so then then we moved on to round two, and um, <laughs> you go to uh, a tournament in New York, and uh, you drive hundreds of miles, and you get <laughs> another fucking team from Scotland. Bear <laughs> so, in mind, uh, like there were eleven, uh, te- either ten or eleven teams from Scotland down there this year, which is. It made up uh, more than 10% of the field, you know. It's, uh, there was a good chance of it happening. But to happen uh, round, consecutive rounds, uh, round one and two, uh, is probably less likely. Uh, and we, we jumped up to table one at this point. Uh, so we were down at table 149 <coughs> through to 152 um, just because of the way the draw went. And after four, four wins uh, out of four, we jumped up to uh, table one um, against the Murder Queens, who are uh, a team of coaches from the MKBBL. Um, the MKBBL had three teams down this year, which was great. Um, uh, Murder Kings, Murder Queens and Murder Jacks. Um, and the Queens, I think they'd won all four of their games in the first round as well. Um and they're all people that are known, certainly to myself, Mark and and Gordon as well, uh, around the, the circuit. Um uh Gordon was playing on table one. So I think you if you give us a rundown of your game, Gordon, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, so I was playing Ben with his pro elves, uh Nough name spelled. So it, it was a, a classic game of two halves, to be honest. Um, ben, basically, I, I won the, I chose to, um, to receive, and I basically spent eight turns, seven, sorry, to be precise, bashing my way down the pitch. Um, he just elf screened me pretty much the entire time uh, whilst, like, tagging the corner of the cage now and again. Um, so, like, no disrespect to my opponent, but I always find it easier to play on the do that i always struggle against like aggressive elves that are in your face uh i'll, I'll come back to that so yeah he basically elves screened me the whole way um and i was getting pretty steady removals i can't remember how many by that point but he was down a few guys um i had a stall on for the last turn uh it wasn't a great stall it's a big weakness in my game stalling but um i was terrified right way so of the pro elves scoring in two turns so i was determined not to give them two turns um so yeah, he managed with a little bit of kind of jiggery pokery, he managed to get a four plus dodge in to hit my ghoul. Um, but luckily he either rolled a skull or a both down, I forget which. Um, I think it was a naked catcher he hit me with, so he hot the deck iron in on turn eight. Um, he didn't attempt to the one turner. Um but then the second half, uh, so I kinda he I think he was gonna he was gonna score early anyway, but I made sure to put pressure on him. So Thank you. I think he scored maybe in turn two. Yeah, uh, to make it one-one. Um, by this time, I'd got a couple more elves off. I think he was quite a few guys down by this point. So he just went. He just went all guns blazing with all the bullshit, and it was it was like four, five, six turns of just nonsense, just balls getting hit, guys, just all kinds of crap, cage diving. It was just absolute chaos, which was brilliant. It was really good fun. Um, but also, I'm um, attempting to get the win for the team. But eventually, the the casualties, the ko just mounted up for him, and I managed to, I managed to get a breakaway. late on in the second half and got in there for for two one. But the second half was really good fun. He was pulling out all the stops. And what say, say, game of two halves? But uh, yeah, really good game. Really nice really this nice guy.
0: Yeah, Ben's uh, quite a, a kind of uh, comp- competent coach. He's played a lot of uh, a lot of games now and. Um, he's also a member of the Scottish Blood Bowl committee up here, uh, so he's a well kind of respected sort of guy as well, so no, good, good that you had a good game there yeah. um, Next up, uh, Chris uh, who were you playing and how did your game go?
4: So my game was against Gizmo with some lizards and it was really nice for me to play all these Scottish coaches that I don't actually normally get to play to be honest with you um, <laughs> His lizards Six block, perfect for me. No tackle, no guard, nothing like that. So, um, kick to him. I always prefer to defend uh, when I've got a full team. Uh, I am not one of the L-screening coaches. Uh, My guys are balls out straight in there. So, I'll edge dive early. I'll do as much as I can. Took the ball off and I scored.
3: And defended out the rest of the half. Uh, scored in two at the start of the second. I'm 2-0 up. He's more than welcome to, to score and then give me the ball back again. Uh, finishes 2-1. Um,
4: a one-turn touchdown this this time. Uh, unfortunately, it's stalled at the very first beginning. I think I rolled double skulls, re-rolled double pows. No, no one-turn touchdown in that game. But a 2-1 win. And big thing for me, another really fun game um, and what helps me I think I lost four players in the first game, I think I lost four in that game so even though I'm badly losing the uh, as battle, which doesn't help the team ranking the scores are, are keeping it up, but yeah it was really good fun
0: Good stuff, yeah um, I played in on table three, I played against uh, somebody I played before actually Um uh lord gibby um i played i first played him um at antonine wall uh in God when was that twenty eighteen uh so this is the most recent uh, time I've played him um now and uh i'd say he's, he's a lot better than he was back then for sure um he was running chaos dwarves. Uh, which is a tough matchup for Orcs. It's one of these games like and it, and it played out very similar to what Gordon was describing from his first game. Uh, we ended up in a pretty big stromash in the middle of the park. Um but that was after he'd given me the opportunity to uh take out his uh Mino turn one. Um and uh, I did that, I KO'd it um uh so got, got rid of it um until uh later in the game uh he uh also lost uh, a chaos dwarf at some point uh in the first three or four turns as well so i i was actually getting quite a bit of traction at that point so he'd he'd kicked to me um so i was i was uh, i had the ball um i managed to make my way up the side um around about the time i wanted to actually i was going for a turn eight score um, he did have an opportunity to kind of get in and about uh, and make things more difficult for me, but he failed something. I don't remember what now. Actually, whether it was a um, a block or a dodge, uh, and that just allowed me to kind of uh, push a player out of the way and run r- uh, run in to score turn eight. Um, second half was exactly the same, but uh, in reverse. Uh, it was a big stromash in the middle for um, six turns. Uh, then he managed to get up the side. Uh, I put in a fairly valiant attempt at uh, giving him some dice to roll. Uh, unfortunately, the dice that he needed to roll uh, came off and it ended up as a 1-1 draw, um, which wasn't a, a, a bad result. Uh, I think it was probably, on paper, it was probably the right result um, for the way that the game was going. Um, I can't remember what he needed to roll to uh, to get... Uh, to get there was a, like a bunch of there was a, at least one 4 and a 3 in there or something like that uh uh in a couple of things and I don't think he needed to use a reroll at all either so it was it was fine it was a, it was a nice game he was a, a nice opponent uh and uh we had a laugh again you know I think this will be a running theme all the way through um in terms of uh how how the games went, but yeah, it was a it was an enjoyable game, uh, for game two. Um, so although although you were on the bottom of the four tables, Mark, uh, given that we'd all won our first game, uh, I just really mean anything. <laughs> so, uh, how how did your uh, how did your game go? So my game two
2: was against Space Gandalf, somebody that you mean, Gordon... Um, all know very well he's in Aberdeen. I, I, he plays a lot in the Aberdeen leagues. I think he's in Edinburgh,
0: though. Um, well, he, there, right? yeah, he used to play. He used to play <coughs> in the Aberdeen yeah. league and moved down to to Edinburgh a few years yeah. ago. He, play, he uh, plays a yeah. lot in our fumble yeah.
2: tournaments and <laughs> it, he's, he's at a lot, a lot of Scottish tournaments, um, Kyle. And he's always a great person to play. Another, another player or another coach that you know you can have a chat with and like have a bit of fun playing as you're uh, both trying to beat each other now. I uh, got to play Norse yet again, so that was uh, two games, to Norse for me. But <laughs> this one went, this one went a bit better. So turn one, he took out a Soros with his Yeti, and thankfully, a couple of turns later, my Crocs God decided to take the Yeti out as recompense. So getting that Yeti off the pitch was a big relief for me and kind of settled things down. He uh, he actually scored on turn three. He, he started on offense and scored pretty quickly. Uh, he was down a couple of players just from Armour 7 not really holding. So when I got the ball back, I just kind of caged up and rumbled my way down the pitch and scored on turn 8 to take it to 1-1. One, one. And then setting up the second half, I was up a couple of players. And unfortunately for Kyle, his uh, his kick went out of bounds, which meant I get to just stick it on any player I wanted. So I put it on a nice big strength four Block Soros. And again, just caged up and powered my way down the pitch. Kyle did everything he could, he, like, he, he was trying one dice to open up cage corners and a few spicy little dodges and blocks but the dice just re- really didn't want to roll for him at all that, that second half and yeah in the end it was a 2-1 a win for me but a nice a nice enjoyable game as well regardless of the outcome so it was always good playing Kyle and it was a, a really enjoyable game.
0: Yeah, Kyle's a a nice guy. Um, Like you say, he plays quite regularly in stuff uh, that the podcast does. He's in the Carnival of Chaos League that we've got at the moment and was in the uh, League of Extraordinary Linemen before that as well. Um, He's definitely a player that's come on a lot in the past couple of years. Um, I remember, and Gordon will remember as well, uh, what he was like in uh, the early days of the Aberdeen Blood
1: Bowl League. Aye, Uh, a bit fast and loose. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yes, that that's it. That is it. Uh, fast and loose is probably the best way of <laughs> describing his playstyle back then. Uh, but yeah, he's obviously, like, come on, loads, and is, is a very, um, very competent guy who can turn a game quite easily. And he knows what he's doing with Norse, and uh, I think he plays lizards quite a lot, so... Uh, that would have been quite a tough game based on the fact that he he's played a lot of Norse and he understands how lizards uh, go as well so he's a he's a he's a good guy um friend of the podcast so that's like two rounds in and uh, we're already 2 with uh with uh results so at this point I'm sitting there as captain going well, I'm quite happy with that you know like if we get a draw out of the last uh game in the the round we've gone through, uh, we've gone through the first day unbeaten. You know, like I'd be happy with that, even if we'd lost the the next one. You know, it's uh, it's not the end of the world. Two or one at the end of the uh, the, the end of the day is pretty good. Um, so we wait for the draw. Uh, we're sitting there and we're still on table one, which is great. You know, like uh, uh, if you'd have said to me, would we still be on table one after? The end of game two, I probably would have said no, but we were still there. And we're up against Team Wales. So these are pretty decent coaches we're playing now. Uh by the time you hit third <laughs> round, you're if you're up towards that in Ackley Woods, you're definitely playing people who know what they're doing. Uh like first and second round first round's a crapshoot. Second round can be hit or miss. It depends on on how people have played in the first round. Um third round it's usually starting to kind of settle itself uh in, in a tournament like this uh on table one uh was yourself chilly uh chris uh what um who were you playing and how did your game go
4: so i was up against uh, the gentle when it is 20 phoenix uh, i'd never spoken to it before but and much like you and I, before the UKTC, we did had many Twitter interactions, so it was actually lovely to meet him. And was a really good, fun game, in keeping with all the rest of the games we had. Uh, he had orcs. And I'm thinking, shit, this is going to hurt. Um, same old, same old kick to him. Uh, I'm aggressive, pushing the ball, pushing the ball, pushing the ball. Managed to get some dice on the ball carrier, ball comes loose. All comes loose between Elves and Orcs. The Elves are going to get it. Quick uh, pass up the field. A little bit of stalling. Uh, I go into the half. one on his drive. Get the ball. Kick to me in the second half. Score in two. <clears throat> Let him drive down on me.
3: Uh, 2-1-1. Very happy with that. Uh, pretty much the perfect Pro-Elf game. No, it's I need the luck to do the cage dives. I need the luck to pop the
4: ball when it comes. But if the ball comes out, I can run away with it. Uh, yeah, it was very fortunate. Game, good chat. Very, very happy with it.
0: Yeah, I think I think you you're right there with the the elf kind of games because you know, like I think the best thing to be with elf with elf coaching is knowing when to do stuff. Um. But it very much depends on your your I know I know you're a more more aggressive coach, so um getting in and about is quite uh, it's quite your thing with that. And Orcs <laughs> are a tough matchup I guess for uh for Elf Union if depending on what they've taken. Did had he taken a uh, tackle was Blitzer at one all? One tackle
4: was... player. He right. Recently right. got based by a non dodge line elf. Or um, most of the turns.
0: Yeah, well that that's it. You know, I mean if you can if you can isolate uh or um sort of hold up that player so it's they're not running havoc through your team the rest of your team or the more important players And Yeah, it's uh it's a good thing. I think we we'd had a discussion as a team uh as to whether either myself or Gordon were taking any tackle players. And um I think we we ended up deciding through chat that mighty blow uh, it was the best route uh for both of us. Um and uh I don't I don't regret uh not taking tackle apart from one game, which I'll get to later in the sequence. <laughs> uh but uh yeah, uh, the uh, uh like Mighty Blow worked worked out better for me in the end, I think. Yeah, I mean um, it, worked worked, for, it worked for worked for me
4: because you. that line elf just basically did chumba by the entire game, got knocked down, got back up again. <laughs> Uh, which if you don't break armour then you know that tackle player's essentially out of the game. So Yeah. Absolutely. Works sometimes but not always.
0: Good stuff. Uh, Gordon, you were on table two this time round.
1: Uh, okay. how did your game go? So I was playing Falling Down Joe and he's skaven So I think arguably no, I think it was my toughest game of the weekend, um, despite it still being day one. Um a re- really, really good player and I and I noticed it. Um so again I got to receive um and went about the usual, started kind of smashing my way up the pitch. He was making problems for me, but I got I got kinda of up to his corner the corner near his uh, end zone relatively easily. I think I got a couple of removals as well. Um but he did quite a he did quite a crafty move that I didn't really see coming. Um I was in quite a good strong position for once. But he, he actually jumped in and uh, he jumped in. he like, caged dived then and pushed me into his own end zone, which I didn't actually see coming, so forcing me to score I probably should have seen that coming, but I didn't. Um, so that made, that made me score, obviously. Um, moved the turns forward, one as well, which gave him two turns to score back. Um, he rushed as many, gutter got a run as he could into my half.. Um, <clears throat> I made it as hard as I possibly could for him. I, I moaned about this quite a lot over the weekend. Uh, I flattened one of the gut runners. I tagged another one with like three players. Um, I made it as hard as I possibly could. And he just got a sequence of awesome dice, like all all over the place uh, to get everything he needed, um, including kind of quite climax and a five plus handoff, which was the best he could get. He got that with the reroll, and then dodged out with his gut runners um to to make it one one on his turn eight. So my head was a bit down with that, but it's blood ball, so shit happens. Um in the second half really yeah, it, it just showed he was a really good player. I just I couldn't I huffed and puffed and I struggled to get near him. He, he made one mistake the entire half and it left me with a hit on the ball. But I failed my um it was actually a four plus um with a reroll away from prehensile tail, but you're with a ghoul to hit his um, gut on her. But you're gonna you're gonna try that all day with tail or not. But unfortunately, I failed that dodge. And I think I snaked anyway. So tail tail didn't matter. Um, and yeah, he he basically went left to right, dodging at his at his will, at his leisure. Got down to my end zone. I managed to tag him um, on my on on the last turn. And uh, it was quite funny. He pulled out a set of dice that he'd got from the Garnet City Seagulls. I think he got them at, um, at Cardiff <clears throat> at the Welsh shop, and he's like, oh, "I've never used these before. I got them from so, some of your guys. Uh, I'll use them." It was like the last dice saw of the game. So he rolled one of these dice. It was a two-plus dodge into my end zone. So he rolls the dice. Of course, it's a one. And I was thinking it'd be amazing if he breaks out these dice from our our body league mates. And snake eyes it, but unfortunately, no. He had a bit of drama, but he got the second one, and uh, he dodged in for he dodged in for a two-one win. So uh, it was a deserved win. Um, I tried; it, it was a really tough game. I tried my hardest um, against him, but no, he just it was a deserved win for him.
0: Yeah, that, that sounds like a textbook approach to Skaven play, doesn't it? Uh, just uh, kind of... yeah. The bull, the bullshit worked, and. Uh, like a, a good uh well thought out um drive uh, where he, uh, where he was receiving you know i think yeah that's just the way the way it goes sometimes with uh with games like that he's he's obviously a pretty uh decent player as well uh, He was yeah which is good i think we we've kind of mentioned this uh amongst us numerous times but this is one of the things I like most about u k t c is you come to a tournament like that and and if you're doing reasonably well you're playing against people who know what they're doing and even if you get beaten, it's a good experience uh you know if if you win you've obviously validated whatever is going on uh in your game for yourself you know i think so there's no bad uh results at a tournament like this I think it's all a learning process
1: um yeah, that's how, that's how I looked perfect. at it. I, I know he's a good player, so I, I took out of it. You know, I learned from it. I was, uh, I, was, I was happy enough in the end.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so next up uh, was you, Mark. Who were you playing and how did your game go?
2: So, yes, yeah, so my game three was against Hellpo- Hellboy, or rather, Dr. Hellboy. Oh, um, well. He is now, after getting his doctorate, in a lizard mirror so me and Hellboy have actually played each other a few times on tabletop over the years, um, once at the Welsh Open a couple of years ago and then just a few months prior at the, the the latest incarnation of the Welsh Open where he was using lizards at that as well against my dwarfs and beat me. So I was actually on a two-game loss um, against Hellboy up to this point. So um, Lizard Mirror, the only difference was... Um, He took the three re-roll, no bench build compared to my two re-roll, two bench build. And we started off and then fortunately it was pouring rain. So he won the choice and correctly chose to put me on offense, obviously hoping to capitalize on it being a four plus pickup. And he promptly also then rolled a blitz on turn one. So if it could have started any worse, it, it, I don't know what, what could have been worse than that. So thankfully I'd set up smartly to kind of prevent too much damage from a blitz. He, he, he got like a block off and uh, a few other things, but he never really crossed into my half of the pitch. And the, the biggest marker was I picked the ball up first turn, first time, first turn without a re-roll. So I was thankfully able to get the ball in a nice cage. And started making some progress on the right flank, so dragged a lot of his team across, and then just waited until I had a, a nice opportunity to punch a hole in the middle of the pitch and just swung everyone around the left-hand side and kind of left them um, for dead, really. So he was able to get a lot of the skinks back just with the the dodge and the movements, and I think he left me. He, he got a sack on the ball with a red with a. It was either a one dice or an uphill pal, which he got without a reroll, which left me like a three plus pick up. Sorry, a four plus pick up, a three plus dodge, which I got. I had a reroll left, so I went into my half one nil up. He attempted the one ton or set up for the one ton, but didn't get enough pushes in the correct order. So unfortunately, that didn't work for him. We went into the second half. I was up two players just uh, based on the the bench side of things. And it was still raining, so Hellboy's first attempt at picking up the ball, he didn't make it and chose not to re-roll, so I bombed all uh, four skinks and two sorus into his half and really put the pressure on him to make that pick up the next turn, and unfortunately for him, he didn't make that pick up again on the second turn, so we kind of each had about four sorus in our crop regards in the middle of the pitch, which none of us used for the next five turns, we just focused on our skinks and our spear saurs, trying to get each other off the ball and pick up the ball, which none of us was able to really do. It was just always on a three or a two-plus where we were needing fours until eventually, turn six, I was able to pick up the ball in the rain on a four-plus and break free, going 2-0 up on my turn seven. and It would give him a, a, a one-turn to go, but again, he didn't, he didn't make that. So it finished 2-0 to me. And quite a big win for me personally, just obviously getting a win against Hellboy and in the mirror match. And uh, yeah, just getting a good result against a very good Team Wales. And it was a great game as well, because me and Hellboy know each other so well. Uh, It was just nice, fun, relaxed, having a chat as we were playing, which, again, is always a benefit, I find.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So at this point uh, for the round, we're sitting on uh, two wins and a loss. Uh, which puts a reasonable amount of pressure on 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 my game because if i lose we've tied the round if i draw we've won if i if i win we've won so um i'm up against uh uh well-known streamer Andy Devo um who i've actually played before as well in fact i i played Andy Devo in my first ever UKTC um and he was running dark elves. I was running uh, undead in that one, and it finished one-one because I intercepted a pass with a zombie uh, <laughs> in the last turn. Uh, so, and he wasn't particularly happy about it at the time, uh, which is fairly understandable, I guess. Um, so it was it was good to to get to play him again, uh, so many years later, um, uh, after having played a lot more Blood Bowl uh, myself. Uh, he was running corn, which um, I think going into the tournament, he was possibly like the top. Uh, he wasn't top corn coach in the world at that point, but I think he was certainly at the top two or three. Um, so he he knows what he's doing with corn. I know he's played a lot of frenzy um, orcs on his uh, uh, streaming channel. Um, so he's uh, he he's a difficult player to play against. Um, he was uh, he received uh, um, this was a running part with all my games. I don't think in all six games I won the, the toss at all. I think every single game I had zero choice on whether I was kicking or leaving, um, which is fair enough, uh, but the um, uh, but frustrating at times, um, because if what like like anybody who'd taken corn would probably have gone down the route of he had a a block uh, blood spawn, and if that thing's firing on all cylinders, uh, with it having claw and mighty blow, uh, even though they don't stack anymore, they still chew through high armor teams. And I was running a high armor team. Uh, if they're working, um, needless to say, it did not work. <laughs> it did not work well at all for him. Um, he had. I put in a, up a decent uh, line of defense, not giving him too much space left some players down so they didn't take blocks, but also um, uh, sort of made it difficult for him to move into decent spaces. He had a hit on the uh, um, uh, troll with the, uh, the blood spawn, and it double Uh He failed the loner re-roll uh, so I had to eat that but what that did do was open up a hit of the ball carrier for me uh, who I went and hit um, I didn't manage to pick up the ball that turn but I'd managed to get enough guys around the ball at that point to make it near impossible for him to get the, the ball at that point. Uh, his only way of potentially making that happen was for the blood spawn to get up that turn um, and blitz the troll onto the ball, and maybe pop the ball somewhere a bit more advantageous to him uh the blood spawn rolled a one uh so it did not get up at all um, and none of his players either side of it to take a or it doesn't it wasn't Unchanneled fury is it it's um the other one uh whatever wild animal is is it still wild animal fuck knows anyway so it didn't uh, it didn't make the the blitz, which then allowed me to knock a couple of his guys out the way. Um I did make a break up the up the side there. He managed to get um an attempt on the ball. I don't think he made it in the end. And then I uh walked it in uh turn eight to to score. Um so I was I was one 0 up at this point um in his drive. Um I think his team wasn't hadn't taken massive a massive amount of damage, but he had lost a couple of players. There were, I think, his at least one of his guard uh, corn gores was off. Um, the second half was it was a slow grind for me um, to get forward. Um, I came up against a couple of uh, points where it was just like brick wall after brick wall. I wasn't getting what I needed to get, but there was zero chance of him getting anything at, at, at that point uh, unless the ball ended up um off the pitch. Now I made a mistake which gave him a uh shot in the ball carrier um which I as soon as I as soon as I finished my turn I saw it um which wasn't great. He did pop the ball uh but the ball didn't go anywhere great for him. It was still in two guys' tackle zone of mine. Um he couldn't get enough uh, purchase out of that. And uh I think I ended up having to try uh a pick up in a tackle zone uh to try and hand off to somebody else to score a uh it would have been like a, a four up uh it was a three up dodge, a four up pick up, a three up dodge, and I had a four up handoff i think uh, which would have been great if I'd had a reroll uh but did not, so that didn't happen and it finished one nil um which was great. I had a good chat with Andy um I don't know if he always comes off the best on on his streaming channel um, um but He's uh he's a nice enough guy in person I um and uh had a good chat about Blood Bowl with him. Um and it was a it was a good game from a tactical point of view because he put up a really good defence uh second half, so it was good playing against that. Um so we we were going into the, at the end of the day, uh we're sitting on three wins as a as a team. Um, I wasn't sure what to do with that information uh, when, <laughs> when it had happened, because I think usually, I mean, previously we've done as a group, uh, like the teams I've been on, I've done reasonably well at UKTC, you know, but we've always been like win the first two games, lose the the third one, or or what. I, so this this really felt like a, a a solid progression and a validation of of where where we were as players and how we were working as a team getting. Uh, the three team wins um by the end of the day um so I, i'm not going to say it, it was a stressful night because it wasn't but the thought i don't know how you guys were feeling at that point uh but it was almost like a mixture of yes we've done really well but oh shit what happens if the wheels come off tomorrow that was what was going <laughs> through my head i don't know how you guys were feeling about that
3: For me, Uh, I was all about.
0: uh,
4: For me, I was all about. took the Pro Elves because if I had a good UKTC, I would have finished the number one ranked Scottish Pro Elf player. So after three wins, day one, against really good coaches, I was saying to myself, just don't shit the bed tomorrow.
0: (laughs) That's that's the pressure though. That the pressure's there uh, at that point. I think you uh, by that point you would have been top uh, top Scottish player. I think given the um, I, I did have a look at your the way your CR uh, ranking was going uh, at that point. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a difficult one that I was sitting on. Uh, uh, two wins and a and a draw, which I was more than happy with. If I'd have gotten three draws, uh, day one, uh, I'd have been happy with that. If we'd have won all three rounds, you know. Uh, how about you, Mark? How did how did you? Um, yeah, kind of at the end of the day.
2: A bit, a bit the same like you. Obviously, having played in four UKTCS day one, you kind of smash game one, game two potentially quite well, and then you hit the heady heights of the top tables game three and that kind of kicks you back to normality because it's usually like a Team Wales or a Team England or a, you know what I mean, a, a very competitive team that you play that round three. And so much the same as you. It was, like, it was a great opportunity. I think it showed how well we were doing as a team. We were very relaxed. I remember just how relaxed we kind of were all three games, even against Team Wales. It was just like we all knew what we needed to do. And it, like, it was just, how's your game going, Chris? You know, right, that's fine. You've got that in the bag or you know, we, we took a draw when we needed a draw, so we were working really well as a team, and then also we get the benefit of seeing game four that night, so we know who we're playing game four and I kind of felt a bit better because well, I, I knew all four coaches that we were playing so we were able to kind of have a chat about them, like kind of what we could expect or stuff like that, which I think for me made game four less daunting, being table one because I knew who my opponent was and I knew the team that he was on and everything like that. So it was a bit more, I wasn't too much new experience or a uh, surprise to wait to happen the next day,
0: but it was yeah. really enjoyable as well. Just how, how well we were doing. I think, um, I think what you were saying there about like the, the kind of classic kind of uh, hit, getting a nosebleed up the top tables and, uh, and dribbling your way back down is, is kind of where we've been uh, as Scottish teams uh, the last uh, sort of four or five years. You know, um, there's always been a couple of teams in the the kind of top half, um, and I think I think the the best a, a Scottish team had finished was uh, was fifth, and that was an Aberdeen team, not not the one I was on that year, but an Aberdeen team. Um, I think in twenty would have been twenty nineteen, I think. Um, and I think the highest uh my team's ever done was tenth, you know, which which was well fought, you know, in twenty twenty two. Um. So, yeah, getting to the end of the uh the um uh, the day, sitting on three wins. I think
1: Gordon, have you got anything you uh, you want to add for that one? Uh some more. Of what you guys have said to be honest, but I did. I felt a strange. I was a bit annoyed I lost my last game. But I, I just, I just not turn I kind turned it around. And the, the whole night, and it led me to the next morning as well, I've just, I've never felt so confident. It's easy to say that now. But usually, if I'm getting to that kind of stage, I get a bit nervous in games. I'm a bit concerned playing these good players and stuff. But just the way we played, I just, I, I can't, I've, I've never felt so confident going into games the next day. Just the whole, like, it was a good, good camaraderie. A lot of us were down there with a couple of good nights out, a few drinks, whatever. I got a better night's sleep on the second night. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) thanks Mark. (laughs) uh, Otherwise, I would have been a complete bucket of shit on day two if I had another another, another, another shit night like that. We should probably
2: explain it was snoring, nothing else. I didn't do anything else to go up and
1: that would affect him. Nothing else we can say, nothing else. Nothing nothing else that any of the
0: rest of us saw,
3: and
1: uh, (laughs) I didn't. That's not what I heard on the day. It wasn't snoring that kept (laughs) him. I can't quite place it, mate. But I, I felt I felt really good, really really good about it. And well, yeah, day day two went to went to plan. So
0: yeah, so I, I know you'd said that on on the night, you know, because we'd been chatting about it. Um, I think from from me, like I I I was at a point where although I was like shit, we're on three wins, I wasn't phased. Like Mark said there you know by when we saw who we were playing in round four, I wasn't phased by who we were playing, yeah, I also wasn't phased by the fact that we were again playing on table one, um so that that was us going into round four, having played on table one for that that would have been our third round um and like I think previous Phil uh, from a couple of years ago would have been um feeling the pressure a lot more and uh i i definitely would have uh had a worse night's sleep i had a fantastic night's sleep um on a saturday uh which was uh, there was no kind of uh trepidation for going into day two which was so yeah right round four we we were drawn against team andora and we were on table one again um so, like I say, t- Team Andorra Dog has been playing well as well. And they were uh, four reasonably uh, kind of well-known streamers uh, online again. Um, so, Mark, you were on table one uh, this time round. Uh, who were you playing and how did you get on?
2: Yeah, so I was table one against Store who was playing Wood Elves, uh, Henrik, one of the guys that I know quite well. I knew I knew all of Team Adora very well, but um, me and Storr had actually played when I was over in, in Germany for a tournament there as well. So, But not only that, I was actually so bad enough that I was playing somebody that I knew that was probably a better coach than me, that was playing a team that probably should beat my team in Wood Elves, we Lizards. But um, another mutual friend of ours, Jimmy Fantastic, actually asked if he could stream the game as well or at least record it. So. Um, we were both happy for that to happen, so it was just an extra little bit of pressure added on to another, an already kind of pressure game, just knowing how well we'd done day one and want to continue into day two. So with that all going on, I uh, I won the kick-off and basically went on offence. The the only damage I did to the Wood Elves on my drive was a KO that was instantly oh. appled followed by one casualty. So by turn seven, I was in a, a decent scoring position, but unfortunately I wasn't able to secure the ball completely on that turn seven. So I had to score and give Storr two turns to score back with a full team, which he unfortunately did. And at that point, I think I kind of turned to to fill the table just down from me going, you know, it's going to be a tough one. It's probably going to come down to the one turn here for myself to, to secure a 2-2 because Storr's a a very good coach. And we went into the second half and he kept the ball well protected, just kind of moved about very well. I I took my blitz opportunities where I could, trying to do a bit of damage and put a bit of pressure on until one point where I was able to take a blitz on the tree man to free up my Croxagore and then base the ball carried with the Croxagore. So three-plus dodge due to potential tail the next turn, I thought might might cause something interesting to happen. And Storr was making a dodge kind of at the other side of the pitch, which wasn't a key dodge, but was an important one, and failed it, which was his only failed dodge of the whole game, which then gave me a massive opportunity. I was able to sack the ball carrier, who was a, a war dancer on a, a straight pal. Scatter was fairly decent. It was in a one-tackle zone. And one of my little skink heroes managed to jump in and collect the ball. However, by this point, we were turn 14. So again, I I, I was able to get the ball and I wasn't able to keep it safe. So it was, do I risk giving him an opportunity on the ball and recovering and scoring? Or do I just run it in and give him two turns, which would probably guarantee the draw either way? So being as a, a team tournament, knowing that a draw in my game was probably going to be more ben- a lot more beneficial to the team than a, an individual win or loss. We we scored with two to go again and store two-turned again, which left me a one-turn opportunity, which I was comfortable in setting up and able to do, What but it was then followed by Storr rolling a blitz on the kickoff. So, unfortunately, I, did, I didn't get to go for the one-turn and we finished 2-2.
0: Yeah, that that's disappointing because uh yeah, you you probably I think you had a couple of re rolls as well, didn't you? I had
2: two, I had two re-rolls yeah. and the kick was uh the kick was shallow, so it was gonna be a nice comfortable handoff as well. But yeah. it, it's it's the way it happens. I mean, during that game to, to do one Kaz on elves the whole game and for him to fail one dodge the whole game and come out with a two two draw for the team, um it was the result that we needed.
0: Yes. Yeah, that, that, that was uh, that was a good uh, a good secure draw there. Uh, next up on uh, table two was you, Chris. How did you get on? Who were you playing?
4: So I was playing uh, Joe and his underworld. He had uh, 16 players, two bribes, etc, etc. Um, we set up, he won the toss and chose to receive and immediately turned round. People on either side of him said, I've won this, won this. And then (laughs) when I set up, one of my blood steppers, like three away from the sideline, he's like, I'm going to surf him turn one. I'm going to surf him turn one. I'm thinking, either this guy's going to absolutely fucking cream me or I might have a chance. So turn one starts. He completely fails to surf the ball carrier because he's miscounted the squares. And not only that, he's left me two dice on his ball carrier immediately which point I'm feeling quite confident. So um, the two dice and his ball carrier, push, push, re-roll, push, push. I'm like, fine, I'll get another chance. I'll get another chance. Fast forward seven turns and he walks in for 1-0 as I have one player standing, three players stunned <laughs> and everyone else off the pitch. So I, yes. I got both of my KOs back to go back up to six. Uh, put three sidesteppers steppers on the line of scrimmage so the one turn touchdown didn't go anywhere. This point, bear in mind, at this point I don't have anyone in the KO box. Other six are casualties. So my big point is don't get badly. Um, I've already kind of accepted bad things are going to happen to me. Uh, I receive going to I'm quite proud of with, with my six players and he then pitch clears me. Well, the, the
3: beauty is, it took him till turn 15 to pitch clear me. I well, only lost who won. Uh,
4: I, did, yeah. I did get two casualties that game, which was the most casualties I got all weekend. I got, I got both <laughs> casualties because his Rat Ogre hit two Snotlings so that he could hit my players. <laughs> Brilliant. The good news
0: is, well, he gave
4: me a little bottle of schnapps as an apology. He's a really nice guy, but when <laughs> your opponent starts apologising to you for rolling nothing below a 10 on turn 3. You know it's going to be a tough game. Really nice guy, really fun game. A yeah. team just left the pitch
0: i w- I was sitting next to you uh while that was going on, and uh every time I turned around there was something extra in the casualty box in the first half it was like uh, oh god like, i i i i think you did like you said you did really well to get that touchdown with six players um like it, it's very easy at that point uh to uh to just like be completely overwhelmed um and I don't know obviously did in fact, did he not like uh, pass and argue the call as well or something like that at some point? Yeah, well no, the thing um, is
4: I was really happy because he had two bribes. I was really happy when he used both his bribes. And the next the next kickoff result he got another fucking bribe.
0: That's right, yes. <laughs> yes, he got a he got a third bribe on the kickoff result. Yeah, yeah so, so
4: he, he pitch cleared uh. me, I had it wasn't it wasn't like pitch cleared a lot of chaos. It was 11 cars
3: and one KO Amazing. filthy filthy <laughs> cat. <clears throat> so
0: yeah, that that was uh, an unfortunate loss. Uh so we're sitting on a draw and a loss uh at that point and uh I'm sitting on table 3 and I'm playing uh Gidenic, uh who is uh it would be no surprise to you as an Australian. Um Obviously, um, put quite a bit of effort into getting to UKTC from Australia. Um, he's um, pretty well known online as well. He was running high elves, which um, is probably one of the more difficult elf matchups, I guess for um, for orcs because uh, there there's less uh, there's a good spread of skills in that rules pack. For high elves and I obviously didn't have tackle so I was relying on mighty blow um, I had a similar start to Mark in that I KO'd somebody fairly early on and he instantly app would it uh, which I know is a, a quite a common tactic um, in these circumstances um, he was he uh, elected to kick to me um, I um sort of ground down the pitch um and managed to score in my turn eight uh which was fine because uh I wasn't getting much purchase on his team and he he put up a really solid defense um uh to to make it uh much more difficult for me. Um second half um he scored quite early on which gave me pretty much a good amount of time to score um but again like i i didn't I hadn't got the purchase on his team to get the removals kind of to work to my advantage so there was n- there was nothing going my way in that front uh which meant that um he was able to calm the de- defense which is a difficult one to crack uh, as a as a, a kind of average age ad, team, um, if you're not getting removals, and it came to the last turn, and this was one of these circumstances where, like, if if you take a step back and look at a game, you can solve it. I turned around to everybody and said, "I know there's a chain push in here. I just can't see." I just can't see it at the moment because there was a, a kind of cluster of players around i still would have had to roll the fuck ton of dice and it probably wouldn't have come off but i knew there was a chain push in there to get me i'd left myself one square too far back but i mean that was as a result of him uh getting the um uh the 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 good kind of uh column defense to work for him um so I was a bit, I was a bit kind of annoyed when I, I, I ended up not being able to do it, and, uh, and then I sat back and after the game and uh, said to Gordon, there was a, there was a chain push in there, I wasn't there, and he was like, yes, <laughs> I was like, your oh, fuck's sake, I, I knew exactly where it was as soon as he said it as well, um, which is, which is frustrating, uh, but, one-one draw was fine at that point, um, so that put a bit of pressure. Really on Gordon um, to get something out of his game because we were sitting on uh, one loss and two draws at that point. Um, so thank, th- thankfully, thankfully Gordon's game had finished by that point, uh, and uh, and in fact, G- Gordon, your game finished quite quickly, didn't it? In terms of yeah, all round.
1: <laughs> we also started ten minutes late as well because my opponent yes. was like ten minutes late, but uh, we're still finished yeah, in record time. Aye. Uh, so how did your um, game go then? Who were you playing? So it was against Skaven, a coach called Hargrim. Um, I get well just kind of on your point there about the whole chain push thing in your game. It's so hard to see it. It's totally different as a spectator and obviously playing the game, as you said yourself. But like said, it was, it was a lot of dice as well. Um, yeah. So I don't know if what anyone had put into my water, but I was just absolutely buzzing to go in day two. Um, and like Bud bow, like about Bud is, you can get the world's worst player, the world's best player, and there's such an element of luck in Bud bow. It's a good equalizer. So, I'll never really know how good Hargrim was, because my dice were just absolutely on fire. It was one of those freak games. Like on on the line of scrimmage, I removed two guys straight off the bat, maybe even three from a blitz. Like after three turns. I'd taken six of his players off. He'd already looked down to his teammates and said, I've lost. Um, and in years gone by, the Gordon of old would have maybe took his foot off the guy. It used to be a nightmare for going easy on people or taking my foot off the gas, but I just stayed as focused as I possibly could and just absolutely smashed seven A shout with the poor guy. Everything I touched was armour break. KO, I think he was down to three, three rats maybe um, at the end of the half. Uh, but I was also conscious a lot of them were KOs as well. So I knew they could come back and pro- cause me problems. And right enough, they did. I, I was 1-0 up at half time. A lot of his KOs came back. And I think he still had 10. I think he still had 10 rats um, for the second half. Um, and he, the dice evened out a bit. And he started getting a bit more control of the game. So I was getting a bit concerned after an amazing first half. But then he, he got stuck on a sideline. And I think, I think he rolled a double skull. Um, again promptly telling his teammates that the game was over um, I managed to get his entire team on the floor but I couldn't get to the ball annoyingly um, and with his edge he managed to, to pick it up and escape and he scored um, to make it 1-1 but then again my, my dice went on fire again I absolutely just, just smashed my way up the park killing rats every single turn, removals, multiple removals um, and yeah, I walked in uh, for two one and ended up six 0 in cash um and I don't know how many kills as well. So it was a bit of a freak game to be honest. Uh, my dice were just absolutely on fire. Um, to be fair, uh target me took it really well. Um do really a nice guy, but yeah, I was I was quite delighted. I just kept I got on top and just just kept the pressure on as much as possible. So uh, yeah, like I said, it seems a bit a bit of a freak game, but um enjoyable for me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so in the sequence of the the way games had gone at that point, uh I knew I knew that uh Chris had lost because he was sitting right next to me and uh, that game was over. Brian Myers uh, Yes. I <laughs> had I knew Gordon had smashed uh Hargrim because I was I was sitting on the Gordon was on my other side and I'd seen the uh, there must have been six or seven rats in the KO box in the first half, and I think he only failed to get one back. Uh, think so. uh, at that point, uh, and then I also knew that uh, that Nugget had uh, drawn two two, so I was I was wasn't going to lose my game. So at that point, I knew we would uh, drawn the round. Uh, we were we were safe for a draw there, and like I was happy with that we were again we were sitting on table on table one um after uh, go, uh on our fourth game and uh we'd won three rounds and drawn one uh so going into t- uh to game five we're like sitting there thinking oh yeah we'll bounce down the tables a wee bit there uh we actually hadn't bounced down the tables much because we were on table five at that point um and we came up against um, a Spanish team called Retromonger um, Magicians. Uh, now these guys um, are they, they play for play in uh, well in in Spain? Um, are most of them from Bilbao uh, area? Marker? Are they all yes, uh, least...
2: yes. So the at least half the team run half the guys that we played. So Varach and t T-Balt run the Bilbao Open. And, yeah, they're all from the, the Bilbao region. So them and I think they brought at least one other team across with them um, were, were over. And I think, as you already said, they're a great bunch of guys to play, but you, you know they're at a tournament.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we were kind of like, secretly, I think all of us were saying, like, please not let it be the loud Spaniards.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but that does not do them any justice at all. Uh, because uh, oh, I guess we'll go through the games uh, they were, uh, so Mark you were on table 5, who were you playing? Yeah, so I was playing t Bolt. so Iker
2: who was um, playing Korn and our game actually, the whole game was under Sweatland Heat so that did have an effect but I I won the dice so I went on offence and was able to pick off a few of the, I think it's the Marauders that are Armor seven and old money.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know what
2: the, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, now. Uh, but yeah, that's, but the, that's the lineman of... equivalent. So yes. I was able to take two for two out over the first few turns and didn't take any removals back. His um, his bloodthirster was good at rolling the pals, but not very good at getting near the the eights or nines on the armor. So I was able to to kind of just move my way up and make a, a, a skink break and screen it off to score comfortably on my turn eight. And then we both kind of lost a few players due to the heat. So we're we're about the same players, but for every one of his warriors that went off, a Soros might have went off, but I still had the overall kind of strength and speed advantage, which helped being a a couple of players up overall. The, The kickoff for myself was a deep one, which again forced him to kind of spend at least one turn going back to the ball. Uh, he, he thankfully got a high kick for it, so uh, which he caught, which was kind of huge for him as well. So he was able to kind of secure the ball a wee bit, but the the ball in his screen was quite a distance away from his LOS. So I was able to hook round with the skinks and the saurus and put some early pressure on it, and I was able to eventually work a, a one dice on the ball carrier through the through two skinks just over the the next few turns of us kind of dueling it out, and popped the ball loose and recovered, and uh, went on a wee skink run to to take a 2-0 win at the end. But uh, I have to say, for the, the dice overall in games, I probably definitely got the the more generous dice on, on, on that game, uh, which, in the sense of my dice were pretty good taking over players, taking off players when I needed it, but again, like, t Ball, his bloodthirster probably blitzed almost every turn and I think maybe KO'd one Saurus. So his dice were definitely going the uh, the other ways. My dice were going one way, which kind of made it a bigger gulf than necessarily was on the pitch. But yeah, that's how my game went.
0: Cool. Um, so on table six was Chris. Uh, how did your game go, Chris?
4: Uh, so I played against Vag, who I've played against before. Really nice guy. i a say shouts uh, as a showman. Really nice guy, though. And he had high Elves against my pro Elves. So he won the kick, goes to receive, which, to be honest, I would have picked anyway. And then it was really agey, didn't want to give me turns. So he ground up the pitch. Uh, in seven, he's caged maybe four or five from my end zone. He the the dodge. So I was sticking dodge it. the ball carrier every turn so making him dodge it's only a two up but at least he has to make the dodge failed the dodge getting in assist to try and get the blood step off so i surfed the ball carrier ball comes in i this is his drive i pick the ball up i have my um sprint catcher in his half within range of scoring it's a three up pass with a built-in reroll naked it i threw the ball one square out of my end zone no marking so his player just walked in and picked it up and scored for 1-0 which I'm a bit devastated about because as I say I was a 3-up the re-roll away from when 1-up on his drive the one turn touch then went nowhere I rolled double skull uh, sorry double pow re-roll double pow which, strangely you won't find me bitching about that much Um. I <laughs> spoke to Phil at that point and said, You know, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to score early and go for the win or want me to go for the draw? Uh, he said, Go for the draw. So I did an eight turn grind with Pro Ails, which is exactly as easy as that sounds. Uh, scored on my turn eight and he set up with High Else for the one turn and he made it. So I lost to the turn 16, one turn touchdown against High Else. And that one really fucking hurt. I was gutted. I uh, was hoping for the rest of my team to bail me out.
0: Yeah, you game, like I was. As I'll go into when I get when we get around to it, I was quite preoccupied. Like, <laughs> because there was a lot going on. Uh, but your game seemed like it was one of the ones that, like, probably should have been a draw on paper. Uh, but your opponent obviously got the uh, the one uh, one turn touchdown at the end, which um, which is, a, which is a, yeah, like you say, a, f- a frustrating result. Um, I think playing playing for the draw was the right thing to do there, though, um, because if you'd scored earlier, um, and your team had fallen to bits, there was probably more chance that you were going to lose. Yeah, yeah I I guess, d- but... it was the
4: right call. It just he needed that he had three rerolls. And he used every single
0: one. Aye. Aye, It's frustrating when that happens for sure. Um, to be fair, Gordon, you were on... just really Sorry, quickly
4: uh, the reason he managed to get into my cage for the one turn was on the kick-off result. He got a throw a rock, which took down the corner of the cage, guarding the person that he could push. Oh, <laughs> oh, that, oh that's even
0: worse. Yeah, because that, otherwise, he,
4: otherwise he was pushing sidesteppers.
0: Yes, mm. yeah. Which, which is a because uh, um, obviously because of any sidestep involved that uh, makes uh, one turn touchdowns a lot more uh, challenging. Uh, so yeah, I uh, that that sucks. That that sucks even more. I wasn't. A, um, how about you, Gordon? You were on table seven <coughs> at this point.
1: Yeah, so I was up against Norse. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name, but from what I can see, it's Menju. I'm guessing. Uh, so uh, embarrassingly, I was probably the loudest in our team of saying that I really didn't but to play the the loud uh, foreign beeps, etc. Um I'm just I'm not that kind of showbooty person. I'm your typical doer Scotsman. Uh, so I really don't be playing these guys and to their credit they were actually brilliant. I enjoyed the game, they were all really nice guys, so I have to I have to stand connected with that one. Um, again I I went into it flying I thought I'll just keep up Um, things are going well I'll keep doing what I was doing Um, I got to receive and we we started hitting each other it got a little bit sticky and I got an opportunity to make a breakthrough I started moving to one side and then in his turn I'm not an expert he's arguably a better player than me but either his first or second block he got a double skull and he chose just just to suck it up which I thought was wrong. He only had two re rolls, and he said, "Oh, only two re rolls. I can't re roll this." But I disagree because it allowed me a huge overlap, and, and he never managed to recover from that. So I thought it was very weird that he did. I think I think personally, that was a mistake on his part because uh, up until then it was quite it was quite even. i to get around the side, um, stalled out, ground up. He couldn't get near me, um, and and that was basically it for the for the first half. Um, Second half played out some more. I'd started getting a couple of removals by this time, and I managed to get him again. It was fairly even. There wasn't too much to write home about. I got him pinned onto one side. His Valkyrie. I was dreaming. Of, I think one more turn, I would have. I would have had them. I did. I was one player short to fill a gap, but it was quite a bit away from the action. But he managed to dodge out with his Valkyrie. Uh, ah, there was a sequence of blocks, um, dodges, blitzes. He got, to be fair, he got quite a few dice. Um, he got through the gap that I hadn't managed to fill, and he got a couple of GFI's. So unfortunately, I couldn't reach him. Um, it was a good play, to be fair. I'm not making it look. It was all luck. It was a lot of dice, but it was a good play. Um, and he managed to. I couldn't. I couldn't physically get near him, so he scored. He scored, and I had two turns left. So I thought, well, I started my full team. I've got a decent chance to score in two turns. He set up quite central, up the middle. Uh, obviously, even the flank's open, so he could, he could move his team out, whichever way I happened to go. So I, I put all my team on one side, has my bets, um, two turns, might as well. Of course, he goes and rolls, body perfect defense, naturally. So he got a nice big column defense set up in front of where I deployed basically my entire team. Um, but I still, with that, I still managed to, um, my ghoul almost became a hero. Uh, to give myself, I needed to, to get a couple of scoring threats to try and blitz a player to move him. And I think I got double both down. I was at a rerolls by this point, so I had to dodge through multiple tackle zones. So my dodge, my ghoul made a 5-plus dodge, a 5-plus dodge, a 4-plus dodge. And then he double failed the 3-plus to get clear to give me a scoring threat. So. Um, all the while, <laughs> Phil Phil got a little bit angry with me at the time, so I was getting so excited with my goal, like the entire game. Any any dice cups that were hitting the board a little bit too hard were moving Phil's players. It kind of warned us at the start, so we'd been conscious to stop it. But towards the end, I was getting so excited. Um, I was just like slamming this dice cup down, getting sixes and fives. Phil was getting a little bit agitated, and I'm like, "No, shut up, I'm going do you, man!" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I did it, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. So I tripped over there, and it finished one-one, which I think was a a very fair result. And I, for me, I think that was the game I kind of I kind of started to believe. I was like, I the the game and the result overall, because I've always got a, a kind of unnatural fear. I always think any foreign foreign inverted commas guys that come across are obviously well know good players, but they're not going to come all the way across here, you know just just for the crack. So they're coming across here in the mean business and they always do well. So the fact we were getting results against them was a, quite a massive confidence booster uh, for the last round. But uh, yeah, again, another enjoyable game. And again, yet yeah, again, it sounds like a cliche, but a really nice guy as well. Um, yeah, and 1-1. One, 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 one that finished. Had you played him before as well? I'm pretty sure. No, I'd, sure. Played, or- I'd played Mark's opponent. I played Mark's ah, opponent. Ah, that's right. At yeah.
0: uh, Euro Bowl yes. in Wales,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Mike Wizards against his Woody. I think that finished one-one. Uh, good, good game there as well. He was exceptionally loud. I remember I'll tell him not to get drawn out of theatrics, but uh, no, he was he was a nice guy as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was uh it was, uh, it was a it was a couple of other guys from the Bilbao group that we uh that we uh, played at Eurobowl as well. I don't think yeah. any of the rest of them were in that team. I think they were in the no, other no. Some was in the other team. Um so yeah, I like like you said I I was getting a little bit frustrated with the the dice cup uh action uh, from the pay review uh, because every time <laughs> the, the dice went down um my players seemed to to change positions of the team <laughs> on the board. And there was a lot going on in my game uh, my opponent um, so I was playing Viking Cop um, yeah. whose name is uh, Juan, Juan Fran. Francisco Juan Francisco <laughs> um, about half of my height as a person <laughs> I mean but, uh, if, if ever the Hodor Brand
2: Stark meme was true for you it yes. was when you stood beside one who is maybe five foot with a couple of lifts in his shoes to ah, he's, he's gigantic, a, little bit,
0: a little bit taller than that but it, we could easily have cosplayed as uh, Master Blaster for that uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <'cause, laughs> Uh, with him in a little uh little rucksack on my back or something like that for sure um but uh i guess what what he lacked in height uh he made up for a personality because like the shenanigans and uh <laughs> uh the uh the the good chat and the niceness uh and everything was all the way through the game uh he was running snotlings now you think what sort of Absolute lunatic would take snotlings to a tournament like this where there's no access to star players. Mother of fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This team had absolutely every toy available uh, other than star players. And it is a total head fuck trying to play around. Um, He had bribes. He had officious ref. uh, Not officious ref. um, Biased ref. Biased ref. Um and a bunch of bunch of the kind of bits and bobs. He had a pump wagon, he had um sneaky get guys, he had uh uh riotous rookies, uh, he had fungus flingers. Um and it was just like when he rolled for Riotous Rookies, he ended up with uh, uh, with twenty-two players overall. And that's a nightmare, and this is the one game, the one game where I really wished I'd had tackle, because uh, there was so much fodder on the pitch that would have been aching to get smashed about <laughs> with tackle. Um, I don't think it ended up particularly casualty heavy uh, from my side either. Um, uh, he he got the ball um, on his drive um, and. Hand down the pitch and I put in what I could only describe as a fairly valiant attempt. Uh or no, 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 that's not true. Sorry, wrong way around. I scored on my drive first first half, but I had to work real, real hard for it. He failed um the one turn touchdown attempt. Um and he had um, I think he he had a bribe go wrong, but he got the argue the call uh, on on the other one, so he ha- still had the extra bribe, and he ended up uh, with a full team and still reserves uh, going into his drive. Um, he smacked me about a bit in the middle and made a break down the the side, which I did a good job of kind of penning in. Uh, he made. A couple of moves managed to get the ball carrier out, but then failed the dodge, which left me a hit on the ball carrier who I dispatched um and ended up picking up the ball. All I needed at that point was to dodge another player out um and um give me uh and to stop him from getting a one dice on my ball carrier which with dodges and stuff, he was going to be able to do um, at, at minimum. Uh, he actually ended up being able to get a two dice on me as a result. So, um, because I failed the dodge,
3: <clears throat>
0: he knocked my player down. The ball bounced into a into a good square for him, and he picked it up and scored to tie one one. Uh, he also at that point uh, passed another uh, argue the call so he still had a bomber at this point uh, or the fungus flinger rather and he'd been throwing these like every I'd, I'd had every single turn up until this point I'd had a, uh, a bomb pretty much thrown at me and they'd been laying waste to my team not taking anybody off but stunning the odd player uh, making it difficult to, to screen or anything like that and he was aiming at ball carrier quite regularly and I think I'd, because of the way he was defending, he'd like got the cloud defense around the the, ball, uh, the bomber. So it wasn't easy to get hits on the bomber either. I did end up taking uh, him down a, a few times. But um, yeah, it, it pretty much the entire game, this little bastard was throwing bombs at me. Um, we got the... Um, I think I, I had... Um, it'd be, it was either two or three
3: turns to score in his drive. Um, I had the players um, I got the ball
0: I moved up the side um, he threw a bomb at me surprise, surprise I caught the bomb all I needed him to do was to roll a 1 or a uh, 1, 2 or a 3 and I would have been able to throw the ball ba- uh, the bomb back and there was a good chance if that had happened then um, I would have waltzed up the pitch next turn and uh and and sc- and scored you know um but he rolled. he rolled a four binned off my uh uh my ball carrier and then managed to pick up the ball and run down the side and i'm sitting at this point like there's no way i'm fucking losing this this is not a thing uh i managed to uh to pound the ball carrier but that left me with a decision. I had a couple of decisions to make here. It was like, where, who did I get somebody into into um, scoring uh, range? And and the answer to that was, uh, I think, in the end, I didn't. Um, if I'd have picked up the ball, because I picked up the ball, and then I had a, I would have had to make a pass i would have been better moving the guy that was down, um, and getting him into range and passing to him, and then having the other guy in in sco- as a scoring threat um, to hand off to next turn because he wasn't going to be able to to do as uh, well. He would have still had to he he would have ro- had to roll some dice again. Uh, but I failed the pass and it bounced around and. That was effectively a a one one draw, but it was it was so uh, when you're when you're sitting at game five playing a game like that, it is draining because there's so much going on, but it was still a really, really fun game, like I didn't come out of it um pissed off. it was just a total mind fuck, so that was a sort of the end of uh round five, and we got another team draw. So at this point, we're sitting on three wins, two draws there's we're not gonna be leaving the tournament with a a net negative as a team um all of us at that point are sitting on uh finishing on even Stevens at worst um in terms of individual performance uh most of us sitting on net net positive at that point uh with team wins um And we're just, we're looking at the, down the barrel of turn six, uh, sorry, round six. And I don't know, I'll I'll come to you guys in a moment, uh, but for me at this point, I was like, okay, so we've not won the thing. So there's no real pressure on here, uh, round six. I'm just going to go and play a game and have fun. Not that I I hadn't been doing exactly the same all the way through the tournament so far, but i i personally again felt like the pressure had completely gone for uh, for round 6 i wanted to get a good result but at the end of the day you know like uh, what we'd done so far as a team i was super proud of so I was that that was kind of my mindset i don't know about you guys how about you uh, mark how, how were you feeling at that point
2: yeah kind of much the same in the sense of also when we saw round 6 and we're well. Also, we're going to go into what tables we were at and stuff. There was still a bit of, you know, we're, we're not totally out of something, but like there was a top five at least on potentially, which would have at that stage, you know, we were looking into it being the the best finishing Scottish team. Um, you know, I I had at that point, I think I was in the opportunity for top Scott. I was on four wins and a draw, and. But as a team, kind of going into it, it was like the like we're like, yeah, we're not going to win it, but we're still high enough tables that we could have still came away kind of best Scottish team that had, that had placed kind of at UKTC. So there's still a bit for me, at least, there to go out and motivation to make sure that I played a very good game six to hopefully try and you know to get that that final round win.
0: Yeah, I think I think we'd established at that point that we weren't going to finish. Below any any Scottish teams on that day either, um, so I think we were we knew we were going to be top Scottish team for this UKTC by that point. Uh, but that uh, but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think <clears throat> there was still the carrot of oh, we might still finish in the highest position that uh, uh, a Scottish team has finished, um, which which was. It was a good place to be, I think. But like, I, I, still didn't feel any pressure. Uh, how about, how about you, Gordon? I know you, you were, uh, you were, you were captain positivity for pretty much everybody at this point. You know, you.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I just kept up. I, I knew, I knew we weren't going to win it, uh, but I didn't. I'd, other than that, I had no idea. And I was same as you guys. I just wanted to go. I just to keep doing what I was doing, feeling good, getting good results, and I I knew we could finish very high if we won the round so yeah that was that was always my mind, just just keep going
0: And how about you Chris, how were you feeling uh, going into round 6?
1: Oh, I was shut in the bed
4: <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop, make it stop I'd, I'd already <laughs> fucked on game 4, game 5 uh, I was proud of game 5 and I played it didn't play Game 5 the way I normally play. I played it for the team, um, which I think was the right thing to do, even though I, st- uh, I lost to the turn team one-turn touchdown. I was shit in the bed. The team. My record was fucked. I didn't give a shit about my record. I didn't want to be dragging you guys out. I was acutely aware if I'd won one of those games, I would have won those rounds and still been at the top for me game six i was like fuck
3: fuck 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 don't shit it don't shit it i think i think yeah i think the probably
0: the the pressure was probably more on you than the, the other three of us but i mean uh to take it from uh from from something you said there about uh if you'd won something uh in one of the other games like the same could be said for myself or um or one of the other guys as well you know like if i'd uh if i'd beaten the snotlings uh it would have been a a round win so there was a few although i guess that was perceived pressure on you i mean we, we all had uh we all had one or two results that if they'd gone slightly different uh, would have changed the the dynamic of our ride. You
4: guys were all you guys think, were all super supportive. Yeah. It was me. It was me going oh fuck it. Shafted those guys, don't fuck it. it was more I it was purely internal.
3: You guys were yeah. you guys were magnificently supportive and <clears throat> and uh, helpful. I think
0: um, I think that's something we'll, we'll come back to kind of uh, towards the end as, uh, as well when we're kind of doing a full recap. But, um, so going into round six, we're, we, we kind of look at the draw. Uh, we're playing a team called uh, Wrecking Raiders. Um, and we're not as far down the tables as we thought we were going to be at that point. Uh, we're sitting on table 13 uh, down to 16 now, uh, which is a good place to be, I think. At this stage in the in the tournament. Um so Mark, you were on table thirteen. How did your game go and who were you playing?
2: So I was playing the fear using chores, um, the fear another coach I know from online. Um I was kind of five out of six for playing people that I knew, which was which made it a very good weekend for me, sort of thing. So um kind of sitting in the last game, I I won I didn't win the toss, my opponent won the toss. And I, I had a few opportunities on the ball carrier. I had at least two separate instances where I could two dice sack the ball with the GFI, and both times I rolled a one on the GFI, rerolled, and then rolled like pushes. So that, that was kind of my defense gone, as it were. I was a uh, uh, he scored turn eight quite comfortably, and the the one turn was I I, I was actually done quite a lot of players as well. There was a lot in my KO'd box. Again, bear in mind that I have two extra players on the bench. I I started the second half with eight players. So second half rolled in, one nil down. And I kind of was chatting a lot with you and Chile and God and just saying, like, is a draw good enough here sort of thing? My, My team's not really in a place to go for a win, but if we need to... We could, and it was just kind of the the, the chat at that time. Was there was when there was there was easier wins in other games at that stage. So I I kind of made a break on the right hand side. My opponent was very happy. It was quite a weird one. My opponent was very happy to just let me stall and seemed to be like expecting me to score quickly and then give him the ball back when he kind of had like a living choice to my at that point seven or eight lizards, so he just kind of let me spend uh, the most of the second half just shielding the ball in a corner, and yeah, I, I took the draw in the end, it was quite a, a simple 1-1 overall, uh, we looked at the, the other games, kind of chatted, but like I said, the the potentially easier wins there, so not losing that that match was probably the most important thing, and because it was for the team, it was something like I was more than happy to take at that stage, obviously, I was saying... Going into the game, I had a chance to be top scorer. I was, I was quite well scored individually, but at the end of the day, there was no hesitation or whatever. Just sitting there, taking the draw because, at the end of the day, we were all we were all there together, playing together, keeping each other going. So it was a very easy decision for me to take the draw and not go for the win.
3: Yep. I think
0: um, so. I, I'm going to do this this uh, round slightly out of sequence, and it'll become apparent. Uh, uh, as we go along why um but i I was sitting at that point um and i'll cover my game next um and I knew how the other two uh, your game had gone, and uh, uh I, I knew how chris's game had gone at that point uh so it when you when you were saying uh, about keeping the draw, I was perfectly fine uh with what you were your plans how you were you were you were going with that, and it was the Undoubtedly, the best decision uh, on that one uh, for your game. Um, my game on table 15, I was playing against uh, the Bimster who was using Dark Elves. Now, uh, Bim, as he's uh, as he's known, I don't know if that's his actual name or uh, whether it's a, 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 like a nickname or what have you. Uh, very, uh, very kind of Easygoing guy, nice guy. Um, my experience of him was as a uh, online was him putting up a question about dice that were difficult to read on the Blood Bowl community, and my podcast host uh, co-host uh, Al uh, having a a bit of an argument with somebody else on that thread about uh, using difficult to read dice. And then me going in and uh, classically uh making it worse. Uh not not uh <laughs> not, not uh not, well, me, not at Bim himself. Classic me, bull in a China shop. Uh but uh not at him himself, but at uh, some other completely unreasonable twat uh on on the thread who uh <laughs> saw no problem no problem with turning around to somebody who uh was colorblind and saying uh uh, I'm not using a different set of dice because you can't fucking see them sort of attitude. So that 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 was what we were uh, Alan and I were dealing with. So this was my only experience of him. He presented a set of dice in front of me and said I'm going to use these dice. Uh here's a, a card with uh the, the symbols on them. If you've got any problem with that, let me know and I won't use them. What colour what colour were the dice? And I thought the The dice were fine, they were black and pink, yeah uh, uh, which, which was easy for me to
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, it was it was easy for me to see. I actually had no problem with the uh, with the symbols on the dice. It was pretty straightforward, it didn't really even need that much explanation, but I can see why he'd gone to the length of doing that. That's fine. He was also using a it was like a a weird kind of steampunk uh, dice tower thing, uh, which um like. I'm not a fan of Dice Towers because they take up a lot of space on, uh, but, uh, down the side sometimes and they can be a bit hit or miss depending on how shallow they are as to whether they actually landed the tray or not, which happened a couple of times. However, he was so upfront about it, about how he was going to wor- uh, work with it and it was game six and I had no problem with what he was doing at all. It was a, it was a really great forward game. For me, to be honest, he made um, – so I kicked to him because I, as always, through the whole thing, lost the um, uh, the kickoff. <clears throat> he got the ball. He came forward far too early and made a mistake, which allowed me a two dice of the ball carrier. He had not put a player um, to dump off to. So he had to dump off to a square, but he could only get far enough away that I could still get in touch in distance of it and get a tackle zone on it. Uh, so I knocked down the ball carrier, got a tackle zone on the ball. Um, he did manage to get um, to move my player out of the way, knock him down, and pick up the ball again and move forward. But then, like I had a, I had a good. Uh, I think I'd taken off at least one player by that point. I had a good handle of uh, where he was going and I knew he could only make one route through and he needed to one dice to do it and it was one dice into one dice um, and he managed to knock the player down but he still had to dodge players through and I think he ended up um, getting a uh, getting the ball carrier through but then the player that was going to be screening Failed the dodge, which meant I then had another two dice hit on the ball carrier, this time no dump off. I uh, managed to knock the ball out of the the uh, the guy uh, the guy's hand, uh, got the ball, uh, and I didn't have enough players to make a cage, but I had enough to make sure he... Uh, the best he was getting it was a one dice, uh, which I think he failed in the end. And I ran up the, the side of the pitch and uh, managed to kind of uh, make a decent enough screen uh, that he could only get players around in front of me. But he did do a shenanigans dive, knocked the ball out of my hands, uh, and it, it ended up in a tackle zone. And at this time, I'm like, well, I mean, worst case scenario here, he can't score. He's not got anybody in scoring distance. Worst case scenario here, I'm going into my drive uh, on, on nil-nil. Uh, best case scenario, I'm getting a touchdown. So what I had to do was um, knock a player down, make a, a three-up dodge, um, a four-up pick-up, a three-up dodge, and score, and I managed that. I still had a reroll at that point as well, so I, I think it was fairly likely it was... It, that was great. Uh, I was uh, buoyed by that in terms of uh, my enthusiasm game at that point uh, the pressure was completely off me at that point he's kicking to me uh, I would thinned out his team a fair bit by then I think he's, he had like 9 players uh, to start the second half I still had the full 11 Um, I got the ball caged up he made a couple of attempts to kind of uh, get up the back of the cage I think th- I went through a spell of a couple of turns where I was just taking players off um, or he was failing things he'd used pretty much all of his rerolls very early on. I ground my way up, and at this point, I'm kind of looking around at what's happening uh things here and i'm I'm thinking i don't actually have to score here I've already got the win um what I have to do is make sure he doesn't get a chance to uh to jump in and and get the um the ball out and make it a draw. Um so I'd I'd gone with making it like sixes to get into the cage. Uh if he needed to if he did get in, it was going to be two dice uphill all day every day because I had guard on each corner. Um so I, I I'd made the decision that I wasn't going to score because if I moved too far forward I was going to open it up to him, it was going to make it easier for him to get into the cage. So I thought, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to sit here and 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 stay fast and try and pick off some more of his players. And I think I got to turn seven. I was still too far away to score, and I just started smacking some more of his players, and they went off. And it finished one nil. Uh, so I got a, I got a win in in my last game, which was great. Um, I was looking across to my right and on table 16, Chris was playing.
3: How did your game go, Chris? Well, after three wins on day one, two oh. losses on day two,
4: who's ready for a redemption story? So, I was playing against Lee, who is a naf named Dragonborn, and his skaven. So, uh game starts, he receives, he's Coming up the pitch, I'm doing aggressive prowl stuff and uh, diving into cages. The ball does not pop. List. I must have. I probably hit the ball three to four times. Two dice. Nothing.
3: z scores turn seven. Oh, sorry, turn eight. Not a problem. Out for the one turner. one Turner epically fails again.
4: I took a sprint catcher specifically for the one-turner. Uh, it was a terrible, terrible idea. But to start game two, I've looked across, I've spoken to Phil. Bros fine, so I set up for the, uh, again, the uh, eight-turn Pro grind, which is lots of fun. Um, gets to, bit turn, I guess to turn six, I think it is. And I have basically, I've got the ball on the halfway line, but I've built a cage in the corner. So I'm looking at a three-up pass from a thrower with an inbuilt re And basically then I'm caged in the corner and I'm scoring in turn eight. I, for the second, it's the second game in a row, I fumbled the pass... For the second game of the row I throw the ball where only an opposition player can make it. Last time it was a dark elf, this time it's a gutter
3: runner. Um, the gutter runner picks it up and runs it in. Three turns left, take the kick,
4: again in two. I managed to score every game which is something. Uh, I'm two one down. It's his turn eighteen. I set up in case there's a blitz. There's not a blitz. I lose the game two one. So if you're looking for a redemption story,
3: it's not me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was a that was an, another unlucky one. You know, like um, I I don't think the the sprint uh, catch is a bad idea because um, like if you have six one turn touchdown attempts a lot of averages you're probably going to score at least one of them Uh, you didn't score a single one in the end did you no
4: no I fell over on the touchline once and the rest of them didn't get beyond the line of scrimmage
0: yeah so I think that's just kind of um, I think it was just bad luck you know like I think um, you should have had at least one of them I'll take it again
4: because it's such
3: a great distraction piece, because people would rather hit that than hit my lodge step blitzers, because they're, they're yes, that yeah. scared of it.
4: And I won a game. Like I won a game in uh, the water bowl against uh, the. was against Hellboy or Doctor Hellboy now, because he stalled an extra turn because he was terrified of my sprint Archer. And in that extra turn that he stalled, I stuck a blitzer in there and a five up with a re-roll, Got a one dice on the ball car and popped it loose.
3: So I'll I'll take it again. It just it didn't work out for me this weekend. Yeah, I think I think
0: it just uh, crapped out uh, for you this time round, which is uh, unfortunate. But I mean, you 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 still like had a you had a great first day, so. Um even with a bad a bad second day or a a a less good oh, it, was, second a, it day. was a shit um, second day <laughs> yeah. yeah i i mean i i know your your head was down a bit at that point uh but i mean we were sitting so as a team we were sitting one 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 uh for the round at that point, and there was one game still playing, and I'm not gonna lie it was. 50p 20p asshole like from from about uh turn six or seven onwards. I'll let Gordon explain what was going on though.
1: Uh, how did you get on Gordon? So game six, I'm playing a guy called Speeding Bullet with Underworld. Um I've got an unnatural hatred for stunty teams. They're my Achilles heel in tournaments. I think I, I lose almost every game against them. Um, so I tried my best to put that to back my mind. I think it was the first game I didn't receive the ball. He he chose to receive, um, and I just put him under as much pressure as I could from the off. Uh, we just got into a right stramash, good Scottish word for you, um, and I was making him roll dice wherever I could. The first few turns were quite even. Um, I was putting him under a lot of pressure. I was getting quite near the ball multiple times. And then he went and snaked a dodge with one of his snotlings near the start of his turn. That gave me a hit on the ball. And then it was a couple of turns of ball tennis. Um, I picked up, he picked up, back and forth. I was I was always just slightly ahead of him, um, I feel, each time. Uh, I managed to break away with the ball about, through, I think, turn six. I broke away with the ball on his drive. And... Uh, yeah I think I did my usual I stalled badly uh, He managed to He must to Knock the ball <laughs> In my hands Stalling's really Really a weak point of mine. mind But um, yeah Long story short uh, I got the ball Across the line On Turn 8 Of the um, Of the first half Sorry That's a lie my, my memory's a bit A dream when Was going to the end My memory's a bit Hazy with the last game No um, I, he, he had a yeah, this is what I mucked up. Um, I scored on my turn, my turn seven. Yeah, so he had one turn to score. So it was quite interesting setting up against Underworld because obviously they've got two one turn options. They can do their, your normal one turn push with the gutter on her, or they can throw it, throw someone with the Bloomin' Troll. So I couldn't set up how I would normally defend against one turners, three guys in the line and kind of guys behind him. He just throw the goblin over the top. So I just three guys in a of skimmage, deployed back three three guys from my end zone. How about it? Uh, he tried, I can't remember what happened, but I think, the, I think the kick went deep or something along that lines. And basically it, it wasn't on for him to try anything. So he just went about him. Uh, he knocked a couple of zombies over, nothing too big. And then I made a, one of several mistakes, which I didn't tell my team until afterwards. Um, But because I'd sat up so far back, I couldn't resist but tried to even the odds. I think I maybe lost, I was maybe a couple of players down by this point. So I couldn't resist having a wee chap at a a goblin that was sitting on his own. So I blitzed with my ghoul, needing two GFIs to hit him, which I thought was worth it. I had a block or try and get a guy off. Of course, I promptly failed one of the GFIs and killed my own blodge ghoul. So I was an extra guy down for the second half. So I was kind of kicking myself with that one. Um and then yeah, I'm receiving second half. I do nothing to him, he gets another removal, and I think I think I'm down to eight maybe by this point. I'm down quite a few players, so I'm starting to get a little bit nervous. Uh, even though I've got the ball. He's putting a lot of pressure on and then the kinda the clutch turn in that half was his troll went stupid and he didn't put anyone else to cover the space. So I'm instantly looking at that. Um he tur- surprisingly. He left it. I think that was a. He could have covered it uh, as about an error on his part. So I steamed my entire team through this gap. I had to blitz got out of the way first, which I got. Uh, steamroll my entire team through, um, give or take, and I'm in a pretty good position at the other side of him. He manages to still because of Skaven, GFI. He's got I don't know, He manages to get three players onto my ball carrier by blitzing off. I couldn't get an actual proper cage, but I got enough guys on. He couldn't hit the ball, but he managed to tag my ball carrier with three players. So the only way I could get it loose was there was a ghoul next to my goal, my, my ball carrier who was also marked. So the only play I had was I had to blitz with a zombie to knock the player off that was marking my ghoul. Of course, I rolled double both down with the unskilled zombie. Luckily, on the reroll, I got the push. Pushed his player out of the way my goal, which was still marked by multiple players casually handed it off to his friend um which my opponent was kind of was like it was a kind of oh, gotcha moment he didn't really see that coming until, until then um one dodge and uh, two gfi's later and I'm two 0 up um yeah by this point there's only i think about four turns left but I'm down quite a few players um so I'm feeling confident about the score but yeah, not so confident about the the way the game's going as such. And then he gets a quick score. There's nothing I can do to stop him. They got out on our They got on her blast through, uh, to make it two one. So I think I'm maybe down. I, mean, I think I had eight guys um, at the end there. So I've got I've got two turns to hang on for a win. He's got his entire team. I'm multiple guys down. So I deploy as much of my players in the middle of the park as possible. Um, by this point, I think all the other games are over, and for the first point in the entire weekend, I'm, the nerves just come at me from fucking every angle imaginable. But um, well, I can't can't possibly throw this away. Uh, the gate of first half went really well. I never turned round at any point, but I could sense there was people hovering around behind me. Uh, I think Phil said later on he kind of kicked people away. It was getting a bit important. Um, my opponent was on top of the game by this point, and I was I was starting to wobble a bit, to be honest. Um, but the kick, his kick, went pretty central. Um, I I got as many players around the ball. I kept my three zombies not in a scrimmage side. Two, I still my two mummies, which was quite good. I managed to get all my players near the ball, but I couldn't get caged up. It was central, but it was quite a deep kick. He fucking floods his entire team forward. GFI's left, right and center marks basically all my players. So one mistake from me and it's ties. But uh, luckily I got the pick-up. I was out like of rerolls by this point, I believe. I managed to get the pick-up. Uh, get into a cage, blitzed a guy off. Did all the base, Just took my time. It's was the one time I almost ran out of time, actually, in the in the tournament. I managed to get into that cage. And the best he could do was... Uh, a six plus dodge he needed to to get a get a two dice up on the ball and I'm just waiting for that to work. But luckily he failed it and that was that essentially. So yeah, my memory is a little bit hazy because don't was with... afterwards. I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. My heart was just going absolutely crazy. But um yeah, must hang on for the win. So pretty delighted. Good attempt
0: to to fling a goblin at your cage as well. So he did. Um... That's right. Yeah, which which didn't work, thankfully, uh, because it, I mean that was a potential uh, banana skin on that one for you if it had come off.
1: That's right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. We,
0: were standing, <clears throat> we were standing behind you. I mean, I'd said to you, I think I'd said to you, um, just try and hold on for the win. Yeah. And then we'd all taken a step back, and there was quite a lot of folk kind of milling about uh, from additional Scottish teams and stuff like that, obviously where we were or how we'd been doing was quite uh um kind of people were quite interested as to how we were getting um and i know like i couldn't watch like one <laughs> one part of, of, of your turns when i i know when i turned around and saw the, the failed dodge i was like fucking yes we've won we've yeah, won yeah. the final round uh two, two, one one." So we're sitting there. I think I think I said to one of you, like, I'm not sure we've done enough to place, but maybe we have. Like at this point, I I I mistakenly kind of thought, oh, there was, there's like a third place uh, for uh, UKTC, but apparently that's not been a thing for a while. Uh, so I thought, oh, we might we might finish third um, I mean, at best. Um, I know we've not won it, but we might. For finish me, third.
4: the what had become apparent
0: at this point was
4: UKT UKTC is the best one day tournament.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I was uh, I was happy with uh, uh, with kind of just how we'd done in general. You know, I, I was sitting there thinking, "Fuck!" I mean, like we've we've done, we've won four rounds, we've drawn two. Uh, like we we must be we must be up. I, we're in top five at least, you know. I, I was like, we're in top five at least. We're probably gonna finish maximum third. So I went That's to the toilet. I thinking I well, yeah. Chat. yeah, I was having a chat. I had a chat with uh, with door um, just briefly, kind of either side of going in and out of the toilet, and found out that they'd uh, I think they'd drawn their last, and also that uh, the the top table had drawn their round as well. I think. Um. Or the or the the team that was that had just gone to the top tables and won what what something like that um so that was like that kind of set me off thinking all right well I, I don't know the ins and outs of every kind of tiebreakers here but like I'm pretty sure third third's nailed on here so I came back to the guys and it was like we normally like just just for clarity here uh, given how far we live away from you uh. Chris accepted. Uh, we we normally hightail it pretty quickly in a non-disrespectful way because we were driving back uh, from York to Aberdeen that night and it's, what, seven hours, seven and a half hours in the car? Uh, so the quicker we get away, the better, normally. But I'd said to the guys, like, there's a good chance we might, might place here, uh, expected third, so do you want to hang around and, and just make sure that's the case. Everybody was was in agreement that we would hang around for a bit. Um the excruciating fifteen to twenty minutes of of waiting for the results uh, sort of um dragged dragged as it does all the time. And um I'm sitting ne- or standing next to the guys and Brendan um starts making his announcements, and as soon as he said the word Scottish. Uh, uh, first, uh, it was uh, first when you uh, went second
2: uh, place You went second place first yeah. And I think I looked at you and went Oh fuck as in like
0: yeah. It's not
2: a yeah, third place. No Yeah. And yeah. then he went uh, from Scotland <laughs> And then we just <laughs> kind of Looked at each other like no fucking way Aye
0: <laughs> So I mean I, I was At that point I think I, The photographs tell this story completely um, We got Up on the stage and uh, Like this is the first time this has happened for a Scottish team uh to go to u k t c and finish uh in a placing uh position uh and for it to be myself uh Gordon Mark and chris was great and like as soon as we were presented the trophy, the whole hall erupted, and I've never felt so equally sort of awkward and popular at the same time. You one know, kind of these weird, weird kind of moments where you're kind of like uh, you're almost embarrassed by your own uh, goodness like at some point You think you're like, embarrassed you, a Scott, I've got kind kind of half
4: raised kind of. <laughs> yeah, like, you, I by you the team. Thank you very much.
2: Chris, Chris does in the photo look like <laughs> he's just kind of appeared from <laughs> nowhere and photo bombed it with his own trophy, like?
3: Yeah, uh, Yeah, I, I'm just this
4: <laughs> random guy who's picked one up. Yeah, these guys are celebrating. I'm just a little.
0: I think I think it's weird though, because it's like one of these things, and it's a Scottish thing, I think, where we kind of uh, we under undersell our own abilities sometimes. Uh, but that's yeah, generally yeah, that's from somewhere. a place of uh, people either writing us off completely, uh, or um, us writing ourselves off. Um, And I think it was one of these situations where we'd kind of written ourselves off and were just overly surprised as to where we'd finished. Um, It wasn't until afterwards, when we started crunching the numbers and saw the actual results, that it became apparent how close we'd come to actually winning. Um, We had a better... So the first tiebreaker was... um, Uh, individual player score combined, that's right, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I believe, so your individual wins, draws and losses sort of thing.
0: So we had 14 wins, 6 draws and 4 losses across the weekend uh, as a team, which was better than the team who finished in first. Um, So if we'd had one different result uh, that would have turned one of the rounds into a win... We would have finished the same number of points. <laughs> no, no, I mean that's the same. It's the I'm same for me, me as well. You know, like if I turned one of those draws into a win, um, if we'd had a, a slightly different sequence of results, we might well have even won it. You know, because we would have had a better result than um, uh, than the the French team that won it. Now, what what, what team? What team was they? What was their uh, team name again? Lutèce Noobs. Luteche Noobs. Yes, I uh, the Noobs. um and so congratulations to them uh, for winning absolutely. and I think i'm I'm not trying to take anything away by uh, from them by saying, "Oh, well, if we'd done a little bit better because you've got the um the caveat there of if we'd done a little bit better, then maybe we would have had a harder next round, and we wouldn't have finished in second place yeah. we'd have finished outside of the top five. Um, so what like we're saying is, Ch- Chile's people...
2: losses gave us the ideal round. Each round, the day two. Yes, exactly. So yes. if it wasn't for you, Chris, you know, picking up those hard-earned <laughs> losses, you could have you could have had us finishing I, a lot more. I'm
3: an anchor, baby. <laughs> yeah, just your anchor.
2: <laughs> 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 and I must, I must say, on the back of you know, like also when when we we did get called out for second place, a, a special shout out as well. I think we all agreed to the. The retromongers, the Spanish guys we played round five, who were absolutely shouting away for us yeah. as we went yeah, up. Yeah. considering we played yeah. them round five, potentially pipped them to that place. They were just you know what I mean. We're going about the love Spanish, they were the love Spanish in a great way at that yeah. point yeah, as well. Apart yes. from the guy that turned they'd,
4: they'd almost been 20, out. That cunt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They'd almost uh, been outshined by their, and, and we'd almost been outshined by the uh, the Lutece, uh, noobs uh, popping their own <laughs> champagne uh, uh, prematurely, um, uh, which was quite funny as well. Um, yeah, there was it was just a great feeling, you know. And looking back on the, to know that we were so close isn't a, a negative thing, you know. Like I think that's a positive thing uh, to look back on. I'm I'm not sad that we didn't win the whole thing, I'm ecstatic that we finished in second, so it's yeah. uh, and I know some folk will be like, oh well it's just second, uh, but to have a Scottish team finish second at UKTC shows uh, how far the Scottish Blood Bowl community has come and improved over the past couple of years um, I'd say over well, the past way. five years, you know Um so yeah, it's absolutely great to yeah. uh, to have been in that experience, uh, to have that experience, and to come away second as a team, and I, I as a captain, you know, like I've said this uh, to you guys as well, you know, like just having you guys just be to play your natural games and get what you needed when you needed to, uh, regardless of the result. Uh, and and you guys, uh In fact, Chris, you touched on it earlier on the 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 support for each other all the way through. You know that that that's part of the of the the strength of the team that we had was we were all behind each other regardless of the result. Yeah, there was no making somebody feel like they'd let the side down by not winning or 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 losing or whatever. You know, we all. Yeah wanted everybody to dig in and everybody dug in and everybody did what they needed to i was just blown away by that i think it was a it was testament to how strong the team was um even if you just looked at this individual paper all four of those guys are are reasonable blood bowl players you know got a tournament win uh here there or whatever uh they've all
1: or who are those played guys
0: over, <laughs> over 100 uh, games they're not exactly set the world alight with what they're, uh, they've done but they 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 know what they're doing like even if you look at that you probably wouldn't have said those guys are going to finish in second so it was it was a great experience great experience thank thank you all for contributing to that for, for me personally I, mean, I,
4: I had an absolutely great time as as someone who's invited at the last you know, at the end to come along and join thank you very much for that uh, you know for me if Big, if McNugget had, had won that game instead of drawing it it would have been much better lose it. <laughs>
2: I, I'd just like to say you know like, obviously it must have been a bit more awkward for you Gillian, um, Gillian's your deep throat in your mic here as uh yeah, for for us as well, kind of me, Gordon and Phil coming down on each other, I think they really fitted well within the team and just as Phil's saying, we all just kind of played our own game, kept each other going and like it's it like most people say there's nothing special about each of those coaches, but I think it shows the difference in taking the time picking like the races that aren't only going to be the best races for the, the skill package or that, but what each player can use. So Gordon knowing exactly when to push with these He's undead, or Phil, known exactly went to um, not beat snortlings and stuff. So <laughs> it all worked out well.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something that we need to kind of uh, grow on as a as a as a community in Scotland is, is finding the best ways to work as as teams and stuff like that. So I, I know uh, we've had disappoint and usable campaigns. Um, and I, I think what we've done has pr- proven that there's there's the there is the, the the quality within Scottish Blood Bowl. I mean it wasn't just us that did really well. Like we, we happened to do the best out of the the Scottish teams that were there, but the other Scottish teams all gave good account for themselves. Um and I think people that are gonna have to start taking a bit more notice about Scottish coaches now after Chris Miller Sporin winning the NAF Championships last year, um, and us coming second at UKTC. I think uh, there's a, there should be a a momentum behind us there as a community to to secure a decent result going forward. Um we yeah, still find that team dynamic there, uh, which is good. So yeah, great great stuff. Like. I don't know. Is there anything? I suppose we should uh, round up where we uh, where we were in terms of individual places as well. I mean, Mark, you finished in seventh, which yeah is phenomenal. That that was top spot. um, and in the top two percent of the tournament, uh, which is is pretty damn good. Uh, Gordon finished in thirty second, uh, which was the top in the top nine percent of the tournament, which is again pretty damn good. I'll take that. Um, I finished in I finished in four eighth so just a couple of places uh, behind. There's no need to uh, cover it. Um, with <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I mean, you're saying that though. Like, uh, I, fi- I finished in, but even even going three or three, Chris, you, you finished 150th out of 340 something. Yeah.
2: I would say, Phil, let him know who he finished just above in 151st place.
0: I'll I'll. I'll do that, <laughs> two, two seconds I'll get that up on the screen mm. and confirm because uh, uh, like like you did finish above <clears throat> some
1: pretty good players Chris, I do need to uh, put yes. this as well, regardless of what <laughs> happened on day two um, great great day one great team yeah. player, but also we wouldn't have actually had a team if you were not played for us, so we wouldn't yes. even have had the opportunity to do it, so I can't thank you enough for, for getting involved, like seriously. It totally yeah. saved it. We've we'll, we'll been there, basically. So,
4: oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much so for you finish, boys. Uh, and I'd love to play again next season, but I think some of you might be playing for
3: Team Scotland next year. No,
0: no, no, no. There's, there would be a uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> I think, uh, I think, uh, Next year, next year, we're aiming to go to two guys one dice cup again. And I think, well, I, I've put in a team already. Um, um, so, so a slots in there. I'm just waiting on uh Gordon and yourself, uh, confirming with to uh, be interested in uh, uh joining the team again. Well, Whilst live
2: on the podcast. Are you both willing to commit to Phil's two guys one dice cup? Team, I, I'll, yeah? I'll play day one. No,
0: let <laughs> not on the spot like one. that sub you out on day two. No, um I know I know you have to negotiate with your uh, partners uh, about uh, playing the same way that I do, so uh, we won't put you on the spot with that. Uh, but I do know that uh, Nugget uh, has uh, departed us uh, to play with uh, one of the other Aberdeen's uh, which is which is fine. Three Uh he's peaked with, <laughs> peaked with us, uh, uh, he's uh, he needs to move move out to 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 grow as a, an individual <laughs> uh, or
3: whatever <laughs> it's fine.
4: I want to we'll play against them day one because yes. he's in for an Aberdeen team and we're on top table he's on yeah, bottom we'll table
0: yes
2: no 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 what'll happen is yes. we'll,
4: we'll, I'll play you day two I don't,
3: Chile, and then we'll see what happens because no, we know just, what I the baby record is like I've got no idea what you're talking about <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, it, it's great. I, we will definitely be uh, back with a team next year. Um, we uh, try and do well again. I, I don't want to sort of uh, say we would be challenging for first or second again because I think, legitimately, I think that was uh, uh, kind of uh, an overachievement. Every, every, no, I don't. I don't think Overachievement Fair, I think we we did played well and and deserved to be where we were. Um, yeah. I think repeating it's difficult um for sure. Um I don't think you see many teams doing first and second multiple times over consecutive years. So
3: no.
0: we'll see. It's not impossible, but we'll uh, we'll give it our best. Fine. As, uh, as long as we game. finish above um, Nuggets,
4: team will uh, be grand. <laughs> yes,
0: I A was really, going to say exactly you know, what I was going to say, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say exactly the same thing there. As long as we finish <laughs> <the show. laughs>
3: <It's, laughs>
0: it, uh, it'll be it'll be fine. I'm
3: really looking forward to next year's one. We've got plenty of tournaments between
1: uh, to August, but um, but yeah. one, uh, I'd like to just say one quick last wee thing. I forgot to say earlier, I d I've no idea if he listens to this or not, but um Hargrim, my opponent from game four, great guy. And considering how much of a beating he took dice wise, he was like really nice afterwards, came up massive congratulations on us being runners up, big hug and stuff. So yeah, fair play if you're that was a if you also if you were, does listen to this, so it was much a Everyone
4: play. I played against
1: everyone sure I played against was, was absolutely
4: fucking gent. And I had a great time and you know, it was good fun.
2: I just like to say that um, as well. Yeah, I just like to say that Hellboy's an absolute dick for calling himself Dick Doctor Hellboy now and got exactly what he deserved for doing it. So (laughs) I hope he continues (laughs) to shit the bed at tournaments, being a doctor. Wow! Stop being a pretentious wanker, Hellboy. He's not
4: not doing well. He (laughs) uh, he lost against Waterball before he got his doctorate, and he lost against you at UKDC after he got his doctorate. So uh,
1: after. Yeah, I'd
4: like to say like I
2: totally saved up not swearing this whole recording just to build up to that ending where I just fired about six F bombs about Hellboy away. <laughs> I mean,
0: the, the, the the thoughts of the thoughts of McNaughton are not uh, indicative of the rest. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but uh, but yeah, why not? Um, I know uh, I know Andy's probably. Uh, Andy Dave was probably reluctant to play Scottish coaches after his experience at the Welsh Open and then, yeah. at, UK, then at UKTC as well. Uh um, he played four but, Scottish um, coaches
2: at the Welsh Open in a row. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, was it four? It was definitely three. I think because he played Pretty Loki sure game four. Oh maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know how he got on with uh, with that. He's got lo- he's
2: got lots of seagull Even dice, put one. it that way.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. <All> right. <laughs> No, I think, um, like I say, every single opponent played as well is was great. Um, I've had bad experiences at tournaments where I've had salty opponents and stuff like that. Um, there wasn't even a sniff of them. um Everybody we met over the weekend, um, player-wise, was great. Um, we yeah. had several players yeah. <clears throat> come up to us at the end afterwards who I'd never met before. Um, listen to the podcast uh, it's great uh, so like again thanks for folk coming up to us and saying congrats and stuff and thanks for just continuing to listen to the podcast as well you know these sorts of episodes are always fun because uh, we get a bit of an insight into the camaraderie between our group and stuff the fact that people take the time to actually listen to it is uh, is always fun. so that's, that's nice as well so cheers
3: and uh, also, thank thanks to, I'm not I'm not going to do a speech. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was great.
0: I loved it. Fucking awesome, amazing tournament. Can't wait till next year. Thanks again, guys. Thanks so much for coming. Any final words from any of you before? nope, silence. We're all good. it
1: <laughs>